All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, uh, this is episode 47, and I'm wearing a very fuzzy robe. Now, I, I don't know why this was sent to me, but YouTube decided to send this to me. So now I'm going to rock this because it's kind of drippy. So welcome into the podcast, guys. We're not here to talk about that tonight. We're going to be talking about the Mid-Atlantic Major, but I just thought that was a really good way to get into this. Um, <laughs> let's bring in our two, good, our two hosts. The first voice you heard just there was uh, Stephen Hash. What is up, buddy? What up, man? Back from the uh, back from Philadelphia, you know. Back from Got Philly. Back literally this morning. Back from the dead because you seem like you're half asleep right now. So we'll we'll yeah. see how how you get through the show. We're all good. <laughs> We're all good. That's uh, all good. That's what I like to hear. The Tarek mindset. Uh, and then on the bottom, if you guys are on the video, but uh, yeah, here comes this voice, Mr. Brandon Brando Baird. How's it going, everyone? We're, uh, yeah, as Hatch said, we got in really early, a little sleep deprived now, uh, even more so than what we were at the actual tournament, but mm. we're excited to talk about this this past weekend. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot that went on. It was a kind of a, a cool way to end the event. You know, we went down to one-on-ones. Uh, I got some great insight on that if you guys want to stay tuned for that. Um, we also got, yeah, I don't know, you boys played, you... Uh, I mean, we won't jump into that right away, but yeah, we'll talk about that more later on as well. Uh, one thing I do want to mention, just because we have good Brandon camera connection right now, so if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, turn on the video portion, because you can see him, and I always want to mention that, but uh, he also has a special little uh, little gun with him, so uh, I don't know, walk us through this, Brandon, I, I saw you were holding it. Oh yeah, I just it's so pretty now. It's so pretty. It's Michelle's, Michelle's new GO4, it's like a prism. Uh, color shift fade or pack a punch. I don't even know. Pack, it, a, pack punch. a punch. It really exactly, does. Exactly, yeah. dude. Like, pack a punch. It's, it's like it's pack a punch. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it does it justice. You, nah, not you even move close. it in the light. No. Yeah. yeah. Not you, even you, close. you can't even see the green in here. It's so nice. As you move it in the light, it's a little fade. I don't know. It's so. Mm. Oh, it's so pretty. Yeah. That's with it all. I all day. I haven't seen it in person yet, but I saw it on Michelle posted a story of it when she got it at the tournament, and whew, fucking beautiful so it's wild in person yeah yeah, yeah. one of the better looking did you say it was arc who did it yeah arc it was uh, arc anodizing. Yeah. shout out to ryan hall yeah arc anodizing does a really good job that one they did not they did not take any shortcuts on that marker that one looks 10 out of 10 yeah so go check that out on the video portion or stay tuned over there for the rest of the show so you'll be able to see our, our brilliant faces i don't know why i use that adjective but it's the, just the one that came to mind uh before we get too much deeper into the show though i gotta talk about our sponsors real quick and this week we're gonna start with nectar so nectar energy which i'm gonna pop in as soon as i'm done with this ad read because hey Me i'm too, tired and it's time to do it but uh yeah nectar energy a uh, little energy pouch product it's got some caffeine some neurotropics uh cognizin uh cytocholine i think is the neurotropic in it but uh but yeah so we'll talk about those more later on in the show but head over to nectar.energy uh and nectar spelled n-e-c-t-r uh nectar.energy slash mafia productions uh and then you'll be able to use our code mafia productions over there for a buy two get one free so put three items in your cart and one of them's gonna be free um and then our last sponsor well our second sponsor liquid iv uh hydration product season them out at philly keeping me hydrated uh was also talking crap with the owner of another pr competing product and had a lot of great conversations with him about it over the weekend. Um, but uh, wow. but yeah, Liquid IV, uh, they're the product that we use, the product that we trust. They did actually just uh, come out with a sugar-free flavor. Um, so I know some people that is important to them, whether it be diabetes issues or just you know lack of being keto or something, maybe not wanting sugar. So uh, yeah, definitely go check that out. Uh, 
liquidiv.com. Use uh, promo code mafia underscore Moffitt. And yeah, it's 20% off over there as well as free shipping. So get it right to your door. Um, well, we perfect. Wow, with that. We drank so much liquid IV over the weekend. Oh, yeah, dude. It was it was pretty humid there in uh, in Philly. Oh, yeah. I remember at the practice the first day. Fuck, it was miserable. That was, yeah, it was. Thursday was miserable. probably, yeah, it was probably the hottest day. Um, I will say Friday after it rained, that afternoon got just thick air, bro. Yeah, we played right, we played right after the rain. Damn, okay, so the field was still pretty damp and fucked up and, yeah. Yeah, it, it, I, honestly, I actually, the semi-pro field, the lone wolf, <laughs> was not the flattest in the world. No, so no, it was, it was like not. <laughs> a huge hill and all the bunkers are the very top. So actually, yep. field was fucking great. Yeah. It just leaked I, off into where everybody was, was great. from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just would just leak off into the pits and into the uh into the uh little grandstands area. Now the rest so. of the weekend playing on an angled field probably wasn't the best, but you know, it has its advantages. No. Yeah, it wasn't too, it was, honestly wasn't too bad. You know, it could have been way worse. I played on fields way worse than that. Like when it was in uh Fantasy of Flight in Florida, that was pretty uh you know, not the flat. down. Yeah. Yeah, not the flattest. <laughs> Like the the whole field, it, it, it the Dorito side and the it slanted down towards the Doritos and the Snake side, and it peaked in the the center from yeah. from uh, uh, start gate to start gate. So I'm I mean that's bet I think that's better than than like the start gates being the low spots and then coming up to the the fifty yard lines. No, uh, I mean shooting artillery at that point. <laughs> yeah, trying to lob way, balls but, in. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess since we're talking about your guys' field, let's jump into your guys' weekend. Uh, might as well. Uh, just, yeah, flow of conversation. So you guys ended up going, what, one and three out there? Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck me, man. Can we do this one later? <laughs> I mean, now I guess, good. but <laughs> you're going to have to talk so, about it at some point, Hatch. Yeah, we're good. The thing is, uh, our record, those even though we went one and three, a lot of those matches were like super close, right? And even that killers game at the end, where uh, I think we got beat like six to two, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, even that match, I think we they started going off near the end because uh, there's penalties and all that. But uh, so first was, match, go go ahead, Brandon. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was just gonna say, yeah, you back. It was just grinders, grinders all yeah. around. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, f- I feel match. like we saw that in a lot of divisions. Like, this layout kind of just, you never were safe. Like, the game never was really over until it was over. Yeah. Um, our first match against uh, the Padres, we d- it wasn't that was the only match that wasn't streamed on the uh, on the webcast because it was, we played on the Hormesis field over in the divisional pits. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, that pit was fucked. That pit was so fucked. What, what was going on over there? Dude, the rain, it was like slush. Thick, disgusting. I think that was actually uh, the worst pit that uh, I've, I saw the entire weekend, right after the rain. So you and literally we, mean like the pit area? Like, I guess, yeah, not even yeah. the field? Where would, like yeah. Where you would stand in the pits. That was mm-hmm. the worst, for sure. So we were like getting paint boxes and like breaking them down to where like we would like elongate them out flat. And just mm-hmm. like set them on the ground, and we're it's just the like, pro All right, well, yep, you know, making sure we're not slipping and sliding because grip is everything. Sometimes when it's like a, a muddy field and traction oh, is everything. Trust me, grip is everything. Hatch, we all yeah. know grip is everything. Grip will control even the tightest grip will control the strongest man. Yes, it very much can. So be careful on who you fucking get, let you get, let a grip on you. 
Anyway, as you're saying, <laughs> <laughs> the metaphor was lost towards the end there, but I think we're all we, we all know what we mean. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, grip wise, we put the paint boxes on the ground, played against the Padres, close match. Uh, straight up, we choked. We went up. We went up two, and then uh, they came back two two, then brought back. I think it was like th three two, and then what was the fin what was the finishing? Score no, so it yeah, it was three two under like two minutes left, and I think we lost one off break, and we kind of tried to hold. Uh, we couldn't get into the snake, so we tried to hold them off for the to go into overtime, but mm -hmm. they ended up closing it out with uh, six seconds left. So yeah, so straight up. Too. Yeah, straight up. We choked. Um, those guys are those guys are really good paintball players. Uh, I'm trying to th I'm trying to remember really big points in that match. I remember uh, going that down the Doritos, and they they played that side super slow, and the snake side was just wild. That match, mm -hmm. people were just fucking running other people down. People were just. Going to our side, going to their side, it was just wild. Just clown they, they a little were, bit. Yeah, yeah, they were just pumping that that snake with players. Yeah, and uh, I thought that I th I would say that's part of the reason why they won is because they would just pump, they would hold the Dorito side and just pump the snake. And uh, that's a for sure, without a doubt, the way how I would say you win this field. And uh, man, yeah, I mean, thinking about it from the pro perspective, I say I would like. Teams were definitely winning more so from the snake side, but I also feel like that's where we saw it stale as well. Like, yes, it really sure. seemed like if you weren't in the key positions, then your job was just to, like, prevent defense. And it was just like, don't don't let them get up there then. And then... Yep, it was just roll off. Essentially, it was like... Uh, yeah, and then one guy would make it, maybe, you know, get a body or two, and then everything's kind of just chaotic at that point. Yeah, when you have them bottlenecked in, the back, in like, the back centers and the, the, the middle bunkers... That is hard to break out when they're in that 50 snake, just wrapping it. And there's just, oh, yeah, fortress. dude. The amount of pro back center players I saw just get destroyed by that center 50 wrap because, like, yeah. they think they're safe. And then, no, like, your, your pod's hanging out, you're holding the other lane, or you're just mm -hmm. looking at it gunned down. Like, snake guy just comes out, a couple shots, and you're done. Yeah, you can, because definitely the fast guys, they would get in the snake and crawl across the gaps to where you just couldn't see them. Right, yeah. it's like if you're not seeing them get in the entry of the snake diving in, you are not seeing them. <laughs> yeah, you are not yeah. seeing them. And uh, I remember there was a one shot that I would do a lot where uh, you'd go to that like little Dorito on the I guess it was a big Dorito, the the front the Dorito, Dorito, yeah, the first yeah. big Dorito. Um, you would shoot right over the snake beam, and it would like land right in that crawl space of uh, him going into the brick. Man, that shot was pretty nasty. Not even gonna lie, I got a couple people. Even uh, in our match against A team, they had a really sh small guy that so still hard was able to, to hit some him. shots. He was yeah. really hard to see. Well, and it's funny. So you're talking about the bounce shots that like they were kind of good for you guys, but like, holy shit, the amount of media guys I talked to over the weekend that we get destroyed, dude. You just be sitting on the snake. No one around you, nothing going on, and all of a sudden you're just in someone's lane. But you can't even see them because it's like off a bounce or some shit, or they're blind shooting. There was so many moments where like, all right, I have a cool shot, I have a cool shot, and some ball just hit my lens out of nowhere. Okay, like, yeah, I see, saw, I saw Sam. See, sorry, seeing it from or hearing it from the the your point of view as the media side, on the semi pro field we don't have that min, that much uh, media, but the refs. 
the the amount of refs I was uh, shooting uh, in the snake. Like I'm just peppering. They're in the snake. I can't see the, the player <laughs> just, in the snake. Yeah. I'm just, it's I'm fire call everywhere. at that point. It's I'm, just fucking. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Hitting, I'm hitting refs as I'm like going back and forth, and they're like, "What?" The? I'm like, "Sorry, I'm sorry." I'm You're just sorry, fucking machine ref. gunning. Yeah. Look, I'll I'm, say this. You know, it's bad when there's a couple times pro players were like ghosted this weekend where it's like they don't know if there's a guy there or not so they just hold the lane like there's no mm -hmm. one there like that that's what i mean I, I said that really weird um we're like divisional things the thing with sucks with filming divisionals is they never know where players are so it's like you're never safe like they could have killed your whole side but then a lane will come out of nowhere uh <clears throat> with the pros usually you don't have to worry about that this layout They're was not one of those so layouts. Good. Like, yeah. even though they think they would kill the guy out of the snake, they're like, there still might be another one. I don't fucking yeah. know. I'm sorry. It's like, like someone has to have eyes on it or else we're just going to get fucking destroyed. Yeah. Someone will eventually <laughs> sneak in there. Yeah, no, exactly. So it was it was funny. There was a couple times this weekend. I'm like, God damn it. Come on, guys. You're better than this. <laughs> oh, what a wild weekend, man. I think, uh, Brando, I remember you were talking about, speaking of media guys on the sidelines, Brando was like, yo, I watched the guy get into the snake because I was watching mm -hmm. a media guy just yeah, panning towards him, you know, yeah. nice and slow-like. Yeah, it was uh, it was our third game against Crisis. Uh, I get up in the, the snake, and I could see the 50, uh, the snake 50 uh, ref looking, and look at me, then look at him, then look at me, and then the, the photographer was right next to him, and she'd go to me, and she'd go to him, and she followed him up to the the yep. book on the 50 I, i'm like i think he just moved he's up. here <laughs> yeah yeah, like, he's here. <laughs> yeah those like, moments Jesus. always kill me when you just see people like because if it's a quick move then it's like oh well maybe they like are trying to go to me or something it, but when it's the slow like i'm obviously following someone crawling right now yeah. it's like man you're blowing the yeah, game no. it, so um so I, I I took I saw that and then uh, this whole weekend uh, I was played a lot in the back center and I can't really see anyone fill into the snake uh, mm -hmm. unless they dive high or or go out to the snake corner. Um, so I was paying attention to the ref in the corner, the snake corner. You know, every time they made a they make a move, you know, they they throw the sign you know, to to another ref. So every time I saw that, I hey. It's a possible snake snake one caution the snake so just i don't know just paying attention to, to all do those you guys things. do you guys have a like just general i mean don't don't say it right now uh, but do you guys have just like a general like they're somewhere in the snake like yes. dynasties and i know had, there's this like red it. alert which is just like some somewhere we don't know but somewhere yeah yeah we just we actually just recently had to change it because Brando, if you want to explain that whole fuckery with uh, that miscommunication one point. That, uh, what? Destroyed. Okay, so we just walked yeah, into so, something here. Yeah, so we'll say it. We'll say it because it's no, yeah, it's no longer the this call anymore. This is inside baseball with the Sacramento DMG semi-pro line. Yeah. <laughs> yep, semi-semi-pro line. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll say what the call was. Um, so our, our call's fire. If, hey, caution the snake, it's po possibly tight. We, we think someone's on the snake, we hit fire. Yeah. Well... Are you know, the a lot of times the the call uh it's free sounds very similar as well um it it's whatever viper I mean when you're you know? yelling yeah 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 viper and then fires right next to it like it sounds so similar there was one point where one guy's yelling viper 
behind me, and another guy's yelling fire. Or hear him he both. had a better angle. He had a better <laughs> angle to see him and could see the guy going the yeah. snake, but the other guy yeah. didn't yeah. know. We're hearing it sounds similar. We don't know what's which one's being called. Paul's in the Dorito uh, uh, Tower um, asking, like, hey, is that a fire or a viper? And uh, Cedar says some, like, combination of... Sounded to- fiber! 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 fiber. <laughs> and Paul's, like, unsure and then looks right at the snake and, it's sure enough, it's fire. clapped. Yeah, yeah, get shot and we do we end up collapsing Come on, at Paul. that point? Just caution like, it at that point. If there's that many comms, then dude, it's almost at the point where it's like, bro, look at this fucking layout. There's a guy in the fucking snake. There's a, there's guy, a guy in, in the, snake. the fucking snake. If it's, I mean, if it's in the first thirty unless, seconds and there's not a guy, that's in the a snake, good point. Dude, unless unless fuck? you haven't seen two and or three bodies walk off that side, there is someone in there still. Yeah. Well, it's, like, I don't know. I like the snake. The the snake eyes. The the guy that had eyes on the snake was yelling Viper. So it's like, he has the Who better view of the entry. Both of them! That's the thing! I trust both of them! <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm putting we changed you in a hard place right now. I need you to choose between either whoever was in the snake and Paul. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Well, Paul didn't uh, even fucking know is the two yeah, other guys. Yeah, know. All right, so it's oh, the other no. guy. <laughs> no, it was Marvin Cedar, dead ass. I'll say the names right yeah. now. Oh, Remember, okay. It was Cedar Marvin was... Cedar. That's all funny. Cedar was like, fire, fire, because I think he had a better angle from the back center. But Marv is usually like the guy who could probably see the guy going in, crawling, you know? Like his lane and, would uh, kind of have a spot yep. for that, yeah. Yep. And so Marv's yelling Viper. The other guy's yelling fire. Then all of a sudden he said, yo, Viper fire? Fiber. 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 <laughs> and so at that point, you're just kind of fucked, and we look right into a ball. Just play tight, bro. Just play tight. Just play tight. Yeah. All we need. I feel like just always assume they're everywhere, you know? Just there's players on every single bunker on the field. So be scared always. It's almost like a process of elimination, especially when it comes to closing, right? At least for me, when I'm like wrapping the Doritos, it's like, all right, I'll look at the next closest bunker, the corner. Is there a guy there? Hmm. Hasn't moved in a while. Can't assume, but you know what? Let me just throw a, let me just throw a couple balls, do a little engagement, you know, then come back, right? Do a little nice quick bait. That's what I like to call it, right? Because sometimes when uh, I'm in the other situation where there's a guy kind of farther wrapping up our our side of the field, and I hear him shooting, I'm like, oh, hey, yo, shit, better switch and come come fuck that guy up. Yeah. So if they don't happen, then it's like, okay, now you can kind of move on to the next spot and rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat until you eventually yeah. the game's closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, good, good, good advice there. Uh, I, I would say with that is just take one gunfight at a time. <laughs> like, yes, exactly. I see all these lower divisional kids who are like, all right, we're closing out. I'm going to now run down the center of the field where 40 different angles could shoot me. And it's like, well, yeah. maybe let's not do that. Like, maybe yeah. let's clear things a little more. They're like, kill one, send it. It's like, send Jesus it. fuck, dude. <laughs> but, uh, man, I got to, I did get to end up walking over to the divisionals a little bit and got to see some, uh, yeah, you guys experienced the like uh, being cast away from everyone treatment this weekend. <laughs> like, no, it's, I it's said a that far random walk over I there. I said that shit. Where you're I like, oh that. god, I gotta get to the divisionals. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, dude, it kind of sucks that we don't get to, you know, uh, I don't get to see all my friends from the divisionals anymore, right? Because our our fields are so far away. This freaking sucks. But uh, you know, I got to see uh, got to see Aiden Connor from uh, Brooklyn Cubs. Got to see him. Got to see Nick Horn from Struggle. 
Oh yeah. Love that. Love I, that. Uh, fuck. Speaking of divisional guys, I gotta give a shout out to uh Robert Lynch. Fucking shout out Robbie. I fucking love him. Robbie. He plays on Step Bros. I think he plays with Tropic Thunder, plays yep. a couple different teams, but uh yeah, came through in the clutch for me this weekend. So I appreciate you, bro. I had to give you your shout out here. Uh but yeah, no, he's original, like old school Patreon member. He's been a supporter for since the beginning. So yeah, appreciate you, man. It was definitely good to see you at the event, like always. I will never not give that guy a hug. That guy is a freaking god. Oh yeah, man. Dude, his, his, his stash team is, is really good. dirty, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I love his stash, man. It's like the opposite Dude. of yours. Like yours is like elegant and like obviously you've put a lot of time into it. He's put time into his too, but it's it's like just I'm I'm a dirt bag. <laughs> like I don't know. It looks it looks good. It looks good. It's solid. It's solid. Better than mm. Logan's. That's for sure. Oh, right. So had to do, had to, I had Brandon, to. Brandon, your mustache is better than Logan's, and like you barely I, have one. It's just. This is just lip pubes too. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where yeah. did we go when we they were talking about mustaches? Oh yeah, I do remember. Okay, we'll get to that later. I there was a sign about mustaches that we that we saw Brandon when we were exploring. Mm, okay. I mm. do. I remember something now. about mustache rides probably. If, if Hatch was yep. reading about Kinda. it. Oh yeah, it makes sense. Um, oh, dude. So the we could go into um, it at this point. Sorry, uh, sorry. The flight attendant. Obviously, you know I'm chirping people up on the flight, right? Uh. The flight attendant gotta like, find those milfs. Oh, what's your uh, what's the what's the design of that mustache? I like your mustache. What, what do you call the that design? one? Which designer made it? Right, like like which like skin I was using, bro. Like what, on my avatar, which skin? You know? like, I, yeah. like I could pick, you know. Bro, and, is that a uh, reaver stash or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sentinels of Light stash. Oh, sick! So it spins. That's dope. Yeah, the spin, the spinny stash. Right, and she's like, "What do you call that one?" And I said, "The womb broom." And dude, she she was like. <laughs> she loved that shit dude she loved that what was she that face can you give us that again please no thank you okay well i'm gonna have to just clip it now yeah go ahead <laughs> but yeah she loved she that flight attendant loved that shit oh okay, yeah well hell yeah man all right so hatch was getting getting game on the road gotta gotta always love that uh what can he say um yeah, I mean, I guess, hey, let's go into Pro Talk a little bit, because the finals were fucking awesome. That was probably one of Nasty. my favorite games to film in, I mean, a while. Uh, I mean, Elephant in the Room, fucking Jacob Edwards is a bad man. <laughs> I don't, yeah. don't want to have to gunfight that man. That guy's got a bounty on his head for sure. And I I think the, the biggest difference in going out there, everyone's kind of talked about it online and you've seen the clip verbal posted where he's like he's got it in person the amount of confidence that was just like exuding from jacob he knew he won that game like that mm-hmm. match was over when he was at the box and i hate to say it like tom looked scared man like if you look at his body language on this box his shoulders are hunched over he like you can just tell a lot is on his mind Whereas, like, Jacob's just like, all right, let's play paintball. Like, you're about to get fucked, kid. And then he went and yeah. then got it. Uh, I, I think from just, you know, that standpoint, it kind of seemed like it's Jacob's to lose, you know, when it started. Um, I think Tom was an interesting pick. I think it's also one of those things that it's like, whoever loses that is going to be viewed as, like, they're an interesting pick. So it's like, you know, it kind of, you know, he was the guy they believed in. Sadly, he didn't get it done, but like, I don't think anyone on X Factor blames him for that. Like, that's what happens, yeah. you know? It's 1v1 for all the marbles. Like, someone's gonna win, someone's gonna lose, and you know? I was surprised that they put out Tom Guest. I honestly thought it was gonna be Meter, because dude, Meter, 
Meter's nasty. That and guy just smells like clutch. Verbal brought up a good ass point in the uh, Spick and Span chat today. Cody Markowski or Cody, Mc, uh, yeah, Cody Markowski. I was uh, that was that was what I was just literally gonna say next. Yeah, literally that guy's fucking the nasty ultimate as well. shootout champion, like the guy who won the one v one league that HK put on during COVID. So like, yeah, I think the options were there. I also think another kind of you know inside news thing that i've heard so i don't fully know how true it is but uh kyle spicka was talking on the show that apparently ryan you know in his explanations of why he chose tom he kind of was looking for tom to like almost wait out that minute like he kind of was like trying to reserve a cody or a meter for just in case that went to really? the full time because if it goes to time if it stalemates out at a minute then another group of guys goes out there so it was almost like That's his playbook strategy. was like, I'm putting in my, you know, maybe my second or third best guy by the numbers. But if he can just survive, then we can get our, you know, best guy versus maybe their second or third guy. So it, damn, Ryan was trying to do a little coaching strategy there, which I see. But, and this is one of the things I brought up in that show too, is like, if we're playing sudden death one-on-ones, you can't, you can't really do that. That's like you don't have like the opportunity. That is so a it's, gamble. You know, it and, and it, I think, you know, I, I get, okay, so I get why the overtime structure is just a single 1v1, because let's say 12 games in the prelims go to overtime, and then four of them stalemate out, and then they have to play five, like four best of five 1v1s. That is so much extra time in a day that like delays the schedule, and it really would not yeah. be a good thing. However, like I do think for the finals, having a best of five, is almost necessary because Absolutely. essentially you put that whole tournament you know 72 hours worth of work all the weeks ahead before to get ready all the money going into it you put it down to about 400 paintballs like you yeah. know like two pods for two dudes like and that's for everything and I, that's hype don't get me wrong it's fucking exciting there's some dope ass storylines there but I do think it would be cool if maybe we were able to have like a best of five situation where it's like, all right, you have to go and win three. And if you win three, your team's obviously better. You guys win. But, you know, got to figure it out. Because I think that's where the hype comes from, like hockey and penalty shootouts for like soccer. Because it's like, even if your guy misses that first shot, it's not over yet. You have other chances. Yeah. Like you, the other four guys may just get hot and then your goalie saves one, you know, extra goal. And now you guys yep. win. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was my only takeaway from it was I, I wish that maybe in the future we can look at that rule and do something where like Sunday matches are a best of five if it does get down to that situation um, instead of being just a sudden death match. Yeah, maybe Sunday should be a uh, best of five. Yeah, and because I do get the schedule argument. I understand that. But I think Sunday, obviously, when we're you know trying to figure out who is the most premier team at this tournament, we should give it the opportunity to... Uh, like mature a little more if that makes sense for the game to kind of show like all right they they did it three times or something like that marinate it you know make it make it yeah get, get some more long. flavor in there you know yeah get it nice get and tender nice and quality, juicy quality over quantity you know? quality steak um but yeah uh the other thing that was dope from that and i mean you guys aren't gonna see this for like two years but you know eventually when the documentary comes out uh we have some great angles of that 1v1 i know alex was in the pits covering jason uh i was on the d side so when jacob decided to go to the d side that was fucking perfect so i have nice. his his whole reaction after he hits the shot and everything um we also had patrick and miko out there on the corners so they probably have all the you know like 
you could probably see Tom get hit and that. So, mm. yeah, that edit is going to be awesome. But that's what it, happens when you have six cameras at an event. You said Alex, Alex Frazier was, was covering Jason? Yeah, so fun fact, Alex Frazier did not dress up this whole entire event. Oh, he sat so he, and well he didn't even sit he wasn't rostered for this event they had to take yeah. him off because oliver came in to be rostered and that would be more than the a limit that they were allowed however alex does also you know he's working on his documentary and you know thankfully he let me be a part of it but uh yeah so it's you know he's kind of focusing on that a little bit more okay. that's sick dude but yeah I mean, and okay. it and it is funny because he was talking about it throughout the week like for him, it's really easy when guys are like in, you know, emotional states or it's like, we just lost a close game. I'm pissed off. Something bad happened. It's a lot easier for him to walk up to the guys and put a camera in his face and kind of ask them questions. Whereas like, if I do that, they'd be like, fuck out of here. Like if I go up to mouse when he's pissed and I ask him a question, that's not going to end well. If Alex does it, the worst case scenario might just be like, Alex, get, get the fuck out of here. Like, you know, like it's not going to be like a, a whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I yeah I was I was just that really confused me because I remember seeing him at the event and all right yeah just hearing that he was with the other I thought he was with the other team in the other team's pits how does that work all right well, they also though. they weren't playing them anymore at this point Dynasty was uh, kicked out so that that right, happens huh? too at right, times that's like. Right. Was, you've, yeah, yeah. You've, you've seen like I don't know pros will hang out in the pits every now and then like if they have a boy oh, who's yeah. playing in or something for some I reason got, I I'll hang out in the pro pits yeah Hatch you're, you're not a pro though uh, I'm, I somehow get in there <laughs> you, you get in there because freaking because you're uh, I don't know how to say this uh, you're a hard worker there we go you, you work there in someone's go. pits <laughs> there we go yeah. what can I you say? don't have to wipe people down yep. <laughs> wipe people down Damn, and then well and I so I finally have been able to see Papa Goudin's uh, contraption. Man can load some pods, goddamn. Yeah, dude. <laughs> We're talking yeah, about actual um, Goudin's father here. Uh, Oliver. 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 Yeah, it's Oliver as guys well. Real Oliver. Unit. The guy's a fucking unit. Take it away, Brando. Yeah. So, so as everyone knows, we we help. We have to uh, help Impact Pit, but um, since they've had Axel, we. We haven't really had to fill pods. It's all Oliver. His his contraption just just pumping pods out. Um, the guy's a god. And, yes, <laughs> god. He, he's a machine. And come he Friday, fucks. he yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he uh, so come Friday, um, Impact has the very first game, so we have to be there early. Help him uh, set up. And he's there filling pots, and Hatch goes up to him, and and he, he asked him, he's like, "Hey, Oliver, what's the chances of you staying and uh, helping us pit? Because in in the whole DMG camp, we're the only team there. So, and the only we we had one pot, uh, one uh, pit person. It was Michelle that came with us, and that was Michelle. it. Michelle. Yeah. So that was well, our whole pit crew. And I think, I think that's a good thing to point out too, because. Honestly, you guys are disadvantaged in that fact. Without the amount of time doubt. and energy that players on the Sacramento DMG semi-pro line have to spend on like doing pit shit is kind of stupid. But at the same time, it's because like, I mean, who who's gonna be there to help you guys? Like, you know, I, I like I, one of the things that stood out to me. Uh, Damian was talking about his experience playing with the newbies this weekend, and like he was talking like playing as PV fit. It's like 
you get to your pit and you got the like you know a couple people there to help like the couple girlfriends maybe you know a couple guys from a divisional team or something and Fitz is like a fucking is a professional pit like you know because they did it when they were ac dallas and they're you know kind of used to that and it's i don't know it's definitely an advantage to have just such a calm and clear atmosphere to where it's like you don't have to worry yeah. about anything. You don't have to worry you about your in. gun not getting filled with air. You don't have to worry you walk about in, a not having pain. Takes your gun, fills it up. Walk in, wipe me down. T pose, wipe me down. <laughs> and then you just get aspirin. You just getting fucking say. What? Someone's handing you a water. Tabs down. I need eight, eight tabs, tabs down. down. And then you fucking load it up, dude. <laughs> then they go your sword, and they hand me my fucking <laughs> your gun. Sword. And I'm and I'm like, all right, let's go. And then you put the master yeah. chief visor back on, and you go back Fuck out. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. But instead, your guys' pits were literally. Oliver and Michelle <laughs> and like well and Luna and Luna came in helped. Oh, I will yeah, say shout World out War David Pain. Luna World War Pain David yeah. Luna can't yeah, forget yeah, him yeah, that yeah. guy that guy literally I mean the guy the guy's a businessman he's there on business and he's taking time to literally come and help us like dude I could not thank him enough for what he was helping us when we only had because you know uh I think the very first match before I think the very first match Correct me if I'm wrong, Brando. Brando. We didn't have Oliver the very, very first no, match. No, 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 no. So, so here, here's this is the thing. All right. So Hatch asked Oliver, uh, uh, Impact's first game, eight o'clock in the morning, on on Friday. Hey, Oliver, can you help? Do you mind helping us? Maybe if if you have the time. Shoot my shot. And, yeah, and he he asked when when's the games, and we're like, you know, three fifteen and uh five o'clock later today. <laughs> And he goes literally we'll the exact opposite end of the schedule. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and you know Impact plays and they leave and everyone leaves from uh from Impact and we're hanging out and then uh, we get ready we go to the uh the Hormesis field on the divisional side and we're shuffling all this paint and we just start to pot up and Hatch like looks up and he goes Oliver that's the real Oliver and he like arms up and he runs over and like uh, did you <laughs> yeah. give him a hug i don't even know like we turn around and just just god god himself is walking with his contraption with a smile <laughs> with a smile through this, the this wee the little frenchman pits. is coming to save the day <laughs> yeah one thing i will say about oliver this guy dude we've built like a legitimate like almost like a bond with this man i shit you not and this guy he doesn't need to give a fuck about us he's this is he he's there for impact you know the the team that his son's playing on right? yeah but he's coming up and then after we lose a match he's like like he's like all right uh, everybody everybody go right and we're like we all, we all surrounding him and it's like it's like fucking dead ass quiet right honestly it felt like i went to a different dimension it was so quiet it felt like people <laughs> stopped you hit right? the dmt pen real quick and just like lights turned off it was weird right brando correct me if i'm wrong dude it was like Everything was so quiet. It felt like everything was so quiet around us when he was just, like talking to us. Our whole right? focus went straight to him. Yeah, uh, Brandon, we, we, I really we, would have loved there if you were like, "Nah, you were the only one who felt that." <laughs> just nah, like, it, nah. It, <laughs> like as funny as that would be, like it's I can't. We can't stress enough just how him him doing that, bringing us aside. We all took a knee while he's standing there. And he he starts his his little speech or whatever off with English not so good. Those are the best speeches. You know, greatness is gonna follow. Not so good. So bear with me. And they just fucking went in and basically choppily said like basically our mistakes, right? And man, that shit fucking woke us up for sure. Because that guy he doesn't need to do that. He doesn't need to do that. That guy is genuinely hyping us up. 
I think yeah, that's yeah. also the difference in American paintball and European paintball, to be fully honest. Because um, I think I've seen it and I've heard it a lot from like media guys who've gone over to European events and stuff like that. I think there's just a different culture there where it, it is competitive, but it's not so much as like ultra competitive. Like in the States, like even semi-pro guys, like it's, you guys can say it, it's fucking, you know, everyone wants to win. It's fucking like, it's not, you're you. not Doggy here dog. for fun anymore. I hate like, you. Fun has left the building at D4. <laughs> like, uh, you know, that type of stuff. Valid. Whereas I feel like in the European community, yes, it's still very competitive. They want to win, but it's a little bit more of like, hey, we all do this really weird thing that a lot of people think is weird. So like, you're still my brother. Like, yeah, okay, you need help in your pits. All right, I'll help you out. Like, we're no longer fighting or, you know, we're no longer in the in the tournament. Um, and I could be completely wrong, but that's just kind of the vibe I've gotten from some things I've heard. Yeah. That would be nice, you know? Uh, <laughs> that would be nice. If, if so... I mean, if it is, then it it shows how Oliver, uh, you know, um, treated That's us an definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, he he did that after every game of ours. Um, and, and I think all, the good all... thing to point out here is like, this is not your guys's coach. This is not your guys's no. father. This is not a guy who's at the field every weekend with you guys. This is just someone who you guys help pit for him all the time. You know, his, you know, you help him out. Yeah. You, you kind of grew a relationship with him and he wants to help see you guys like succeed and like get better. And I don't know. I think that's dope. I, I, I do love your guys' relationship with Oliver. When I saw him in your guys' pits, I was like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> like, right. And, uh, <laughs> there was one match where I was like, I, I was hyping us up right before we play. And, uh, I'm like giving like a, like a before game speech and shit. And then I fucking, I started talking just like Oliver. Right, I'm like, I'm like, all right, guys, win on three, win on three, one, two, three, win. Right, and uh, it was just fucking funny. Hell yeah, that's the way he says it because uh, Philadelphia last year when he helped us out for the first time, uh, he was like, I was like, Oliver, is there anything I can do for you, man? Is there anything like you want some water or anything? And he goes, just win, and then give just me a fat ass fist bump. Right. I, so. I think you've said that on the show before, but yeah, that's one of my favorite yeah. quotes. Just, just win. <laughs> just that's, win. That, that's all he wants out of us. That's all yeah. he wants. And well, so, and then, uh, we I mean, got pretty hyped. It, correct me if I'm wrong, Hash, and I think you've told this on the story before, or the pod before, so you don't have to go back into it, but didn't you also have, like, a meeting with Axel in, like, some random airport? Like, you guys both I just, did, like, yes. ran into I each did, other yes. and started talking paintball? Yeah, so I... You're being very generous, Ryan. I was fanboying like a motherfucker. Oh, okay. You like, didn't say that I when you like, originally told the story. I was like, holy, what in the fucking Eiffel Tower? Is that Axel Godin smoking a cigarette in there? I, as well, I might as well join him. Right? So then we started shooting the fucking shit in there. And uh, uh, yeah, so that's, that's funny. So you kind of always had a relationship with the Goudin family. Motherfucker probably doesn't even know me besides Pit Guy. <laughs> that's hella funny, though, dude. Small world, but like, that's what I mean. Like, you know, how that, you know, kind of mm. works back on itself. Now his dad helps you guys out and. Yeah, it's a great happy paintball story. It don't happen up. very often. And when we beat Carolina Crisis, right? Because we were like, all right, Oliver, we want to. We were trying our fucking hardest to win for Oliver, right? And then we get that win against Carolina Crisis, that mercy win. And uh, Chim, our coach, is like, I told you, Oliver, I told you we'd get one. And we were, <laughs> and so it was just, Oliver was just like had a big old smile on his face, like fist bumping everybody, right? Because obviously, for us as a team that's taking leaps and bounds above like the average team right we made we jumped two divisions right a lot of people don't understand that and it's not like we got fucking smacked around it's like we went we we went three two with padres we lost lost an overtime against a team of that that both those teams padres and a team 
those guys have been seasoned pros or semi-pros for a while, right? Those guys have been I, playing semi-pro for a while. I hate to be this guy, but you guys kind of threw away that A-team game. I completely agree. I completely yeah. agree. You know, you know, I'll, I'll yeah. say it it's, right now. It's what what ended up happening, I got sat in fucking overtime, and we basically ran two to the fucking snake. Ridiculous. I I know it's no the play call. No one was making the snake right? that fat off the break. <laughs> right? And I'm just like, holy fuck, dude. Like, I... I yeah, uh, so I in my preference for that is like that was one of the few games that I actually like witnessed and sitting there I was like, come on guys, like you guys are up right now, like what what are we doing here? Yeah, and I'm just like, holy fuck, uh, and it's it was a straight grind of a match. Those guys are really really good, right? Yeah, and uh, well, and just because just like you said, I mean they've been playing in semi pro. A team's been an organization semi pro. I want to say since like 2016, 2017. Yeah. Right, so those guys know how, and they those guys have made Sunday multiple times, right? Yeah, they're, so they're a top ten team in the semi pro division. You know, sure, I can take it like, oh fuck, man, we fucking lost and be angry. But I dude, mean, we're, it's it's the little things. Yeah, now, and first it was just oh. get a win, and now we got a mercy rule win, right? And our a huge gauge for us is playing against the killers. Those guys are fucking great paintball players. We got skunked. We got straight up fucking skunked yeah. when we played them in Florida. Right, and now we had a pretty close game. Right, obviously the score started run off near the end. Right, because we were down, we kind of had to start running at them. But they went up three, and, I, and we came back and brought up two, two, three. I, ahead, I, right, sorry. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I think everything you're saying is right. I think the Killers was a good kind of like check in for you guys, as like where you were mm-hmm. to where you are now. Um, the Killers are a weird kind of team in semi pro because they're one of those teams that they can be fucking killers. Like, they can win an event. They really can. But at the same time, it's like, sometimes they just can't put it all together. Um, and so I think, you know, you guys going out there and still having, like, a, a good performance and being like, hey, we're su- we're kind of in your guys' ballpark here. Like, yeah, we may not beat you today, but you're, you're not running away with it like you did a couple events ago. I think that the is, like, a good second you sleep on us, check-in. you're fucked. The second you sleep on us, you're fucked. Yeah. I, I feel... I think that's any team in semi-pro, to be fully honest, though. Valid. I... I I think we certainly earned some, uh, definitely earned some respect um, this past weekend. I mean, it, like shaking hands, you could see it in their face. You're like, all right, ah, that was close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a hundred percent. Because I guarantee you, A-team killers, look nervous. For sure. I guarantee you, killers, A team, Padres, they circled you guys on their schedule. Is like, all right, that's the easy one. We're gonna get through that one, and then we'll yep. go figure out how we're gonna beat the rest of these guys. Which that's and, the way they could could have looked at. Yeah, for sure. and then and then you guys were, you know. A little harder to beat, and that definitely, fight. yeah, threw some red flags in, in teams' game plans. Which, you know, and that's obviously a little thing to take away, but I think that is a legitimate victory. I think it is, because yeah. one thing I think, you know, that's been very apparent with this group of guys moving up, you guys are just unexperienced, you know? not You don't have a level of high-ass divisional paintball that these guys have been playing for years and years, or, you know, some have been playing it for decades at this point. There are guys yeah. who've played semi-pro for decades, and... It's, you know, I I think it is a good progression for you guys. I think, you know, one of the scary things with you guys moving up to semi-pro this year was kind of reinventing the DMG wheel of getting to a point where you guys are, you know, maybe good enough to be there, but it just never kind of comes to fruition. And then it kind of starts that cycle of like, you know, we lose a guy, people get frustrated, and then it just kind of like keeps growing and, and you're, you know, repeating on itself. And I think this event, even though you guys went one and three, it wasn't the one and three that most people would think, if no, that makes sense. And the, and the thing is, the guys we have now are 
all of us are worth the growing pains, right? If that yeah. makes any sense, right? Every single point and every single match that we play is getting us more and more and more experience. Mm-hmm. And it's showing. It's showing in our matches. It's not like we're going out, running to the corner, and like just getting fucking smoked, right? There are some mm-hmm. people who get wrecked in semi-pro. There are some people that get wrecked in D4, but you know, sometimes you just have one of those tournaments that you just get wrecked in. You know, relatable yeah, hat. That was that was last tournament for us. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one and three is the small victories. L for learning, straight up, right? L for learning. I remember, mm. remember I said that at uh after after the the last match, you know, L for learning. We played the killers, they fucking dookied on us, and we take it with a grain of salt. Those guys are straight up fucking great paintball players. Yeah. And I think a good way to look at it too is like the progression of, you know. I'm going to use air quotes here. So if you guys aren't watching the video, don't get this wrong. But of the like weaker members of DMG, you know, let's say Caden, Micah, guys who they've just played less paintball, you know, they haven't had as many years. They've been in the lower divisionals longer. But those guys, you can see even on the weekend practices, how much, you know, throw Logan into that mix, how much they're kind of stepping up into your guys's level and really kind of like in six months. Straight their game's up. getting a lot better Look and it's, it's crazy look at the footage yeah. the, the guys look at how the Caden guys, holds the commentators. his gun yep <laughs> dude bro the fucking commentator is like spencer number 29 guys moving really fluid because he was Caden <laughs> was straight up killing it and there was one shot again against carolina crisis or well, holy fuck Caden scalped the guy straight up blew his wig off in like a single second saw him do like a itty bitty crack goes right around wraps the 50 snake and one ball is the guy it was disgusting and i'm not gonna lie i had a couple of nasty one balls down the wire on the doritos fuck yeah so but now that we've blown caden now i have to be mean to caden because he kind of fucked me over and i really was pissed at him for a couple minutes on monday morning southwest flight you gotta check in so i set my timer the day before 5 24 in the morning got up checked in a 20 hell yeah that's what i you know that's what i do I'm, i'm a southwest pro Board the flight early, get my favorite seat on the plane. You have all the the nice first, uh, the South class first, uh, the Southwest first class seat, you know, where you've got the extra leg room because the exit row seat's taken out. Getting that, hell yeah. It's not going to be a full flight. That's what they keep telling us. Fuck yeah, I'm going to have an empty middle seat next to me. I'm going to have space. I'm going to get sleep. This is going to be sick. C group sporting. One of the last motherfuckers on the plane is Caden Spencer. He locks eyes with me instantly comes for that seat next to me and i was legitimately mad for a couple minutes because i was like bro i'm just gonna sleep this plane all you've done is gotten rid of my space like if you wanted to hang out we could hang out more in midway where we're going so i definitely was mad at him for a second at the same time i'm not mad now no yeah i'm not pissed now like it's kind of a funny situation i wasn't really that upset but in the moment when i woke up at 2 a.m to get to the airport on time so i could make this flight i was like motherfucker like you you have stolen my space you you shall die but uh but yeah so i wanted to tell that story so i'm i'm not upset uk and i'm sorry i i did overreact a little bit but at the same time i was tired so don't don't come for me that's fucking funny (laughs) poor guy the guy stopped just laid your head on him the guy's filling up some big shoes though as a as a teammate and a player on dmg you know fuck yeah i always think is when i came back to start rebirth that was a little d4 boy yeah and fuck he's playing semi-pro now like that that's not that much time to be making that big of a a, you know of a divisional kind of level up 
And one thing that really stood out to me this weekend is our first match against the Padres, right? So Marv, right? The only guy that has any higher uh, has any pro experience on our team, right? Mm. The guy, dude, fuck, gets benched. He gets shot off the break like three times in a fucking row, right? Against the Padres, and uh, the first two points, right? We win, right? It was really nice hearing him saying how he has a lot of confidence in us because we. Even though we lost him, the most experienced player on the team, we still came out swinging and were able to win the points, even without him. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. No, I think most teams, when they scout you I guys... right counter, bro. I've said it way too much. Fuck. <laughs> Michael's going to have a field day uh, with this one. But uh, no, I was going to say, like, I think, yeah, when most teams scout you guys, they look at Marv probably the most out of any of you guys because they mm. probably just assume that, yeah, he's going to be starting every point. He's the pro. He's the guy who, you know, has been here the longest. And yeah, sometimes, like you said, it's just not your day of paintball and you just get shot on the brink a whole bunch and you just can't get there. So you got to let someone else do it. And, you know, it, it is kind of cool to see that he took that step back, you know, with some grace, with some graciousness, I want to say. Mm-hmm. It was nice saying how he has confidence in us. And the guy had Tim Brusselback as a teammate at one point, right? Tim Brusselback, Shane Howe, Thomas Kim, right. Josh Halberg. Like, dude, that just team was so fucking great good. Great players, right? Yeah. Great players. Right. And the fact that he's shout out Andrew Wyatt too. I didn't forget you, buddy. If you ever hear this. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he has confidence in us, man, that's a, I wouldn't say ego booster, but it definitely makes you feel good. Of course. As I mean, as it should, I think it's one of those things like whenever you have someone you respect in life and they kind of give you that pat on the back or that little word of encouragement, it's like, okay, like that feels good. Like, all right. I'm, you know, I'm proud of myself now too, because you know I did something good. We're all equals on the team, and it helps when everybody has that mindset. It makes it easier to talk to to everybody, you know, as an individual person. Brandon sure. knows when I get pissed off, how to calm me down, like we've said a thousand times, and it's just body language with everybody. I mean, Marv being the newest member of our squad, we had to learn how to calm him down right the guy gets definitely heated sometimes yeah so you know we hit him with the hey bro same team relax i think we get him back we get him back to reality yeah one one of the quotes i heard that i think was the most impactful and i think you know i I heard you say it hatch but was yours like you would hate me if i just said what you just said to me like you would be so upset with me so like why are you saying that to me and I think that's a very powerful way to be like, oh. Coming from then, me, of all people. Well, I know, but also like in just in life in general, I feel like that's a really good way to defuse a situation because it's like, that kind of makes you think like, oh shit. Oh, he's kind of right. Fuck. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, I, I could have hit him with that. Fuck you, buddy. That's not cool. <laughs> yeah. But I said, mustered up my big boy pants and said stop bullying me buddy i don't want to be treated that way and that's just how i ended up going pushed your glasses i i I think that once he heard that he's like damn that was a great way of going and i think that was the difference between our squad and the old the old dmg squad is i don't think anybody really said it like that i think it was was, just like a fuck you and then it was countered with a fuck you yeah i think there was just there, there was frustrations about so much that I think it, it naturally just played out against each other as teammates because that's the guy who's there with you. Like, it's, you're not even necessarily mad at him. You're just 
mad, but he's the guy who's standing there, so he's the one who gets it, you know? Like, that type of situation. That's your boy that you're going to have to go out the next point with. Yeah. You know? You don't want to be You a, need to you trust him a... to hold his lane or exactly. do his job or go stab a guy or whatever it is. Do I want to be... Do I want this guy really mad at me when he's watching my back? You know? Yeah, because then that's when you put... Who was it back in the day? We had that episode. It's like, what? I think it was actually our first episode. It's like, why would you shoot your teammate? <laughs> and it's like one of those why type of moments. Why would you shoot your teammate, Hatch? I shoot my teammates a bunch, but that's a practice. Did you blow even someone's head off, Hatch? Not this tournament. So? Oh, this okay. Tournament. No. No, oh, no. I was talking about blowing something. Like, I... Like when you hit someone in the back of the head, that's what I refer to that as. Cause yeah. like, oh yeah, that's no, the worst I, pain. Yeah, yeah, you still have a. Death it is hatch. Oh, it it is the worst pain. Oh, hatch. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You guys want to talk about it? Do we want to counsel through this? Nah, it's been a year. Brandon, okay. how did that make you feel when he shot you in the back of the head? I mean, as long as he closed it out, it was okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But, you know, one thing I kind of want to flex. It's not really a flex, but cedar. For some reason, Cedar thought it was the biggest fucking flex ever. He's like, he's like, Hatch, she didn't get a single overshooting penalty, bro. This is huge. You did it. Like, bro, what the fuck, dude? It is huge. <laughs> because you're you're the only one who thinks you don't overshoot. It's literally dude, just even you. The last even the Texas tournament, it was outrageous that fact that I got an overshooting penalty for like two balls. That was ridiculous. But now people know the bullet man, Hatch. The bolly clava can't hide shit, bro. It's upsetting. <laughs> Shout out to Brando. You see I what he looks you. like in the Balaclava? A guy looks like a silent fucking assassin in the in his Balaclava. Oh, no, Brandon? Dude, yeah, you look Brandon looks good in his swagged, patch. You look, I would say you look pretty decent in yours. Like, it's not too goofy looking. Cedar, damn, right, looks, like, Cedar looks like a goddamn Templar knight, man. Like, That's I don't why know. we call it, it literally, the Cedar Clava. It literally looks like the, like, chain mail shit they used to wear. Like, you know what I mean? I agree. Oh, looks good. He's ready for battle. So that's what I meant. Yours isn't that goofy hatch. Like you're, you're, you're fine. Hell yeah. Feels good. If you look good, you feel good. You feel good. You play good. You know, the Fuck rules. Yeah. well, uh, speaking of looking good, feeling good, uh, you know, all that shit. Uh, we're going to talk about our sponsors now because it's about an hour long into this and I want to do that. And then we can get back into a lot of other stuff because there is still a lot that happened at this event that we have not got so into much. yet, but uh, Next Energy. We're going to talk about them first. I'm holding it upside down. But I mentioned them to begin the show with. But N-E-C-T-R, Nectar.Energy, slash Mafia Productions. Uh, that's the website you can head over to. Learn a little bit more about this product if you're curious. But it is a... Let me grab one out. It is a little energy pouch. Um, if one actually wants to come out. There we go. It's uh, kind of similar to what you would, you know, see like a Zen in... Uh, some type of tobacco product, something like that. Uh, but the main difference is uh, these pouches contain no nicotine, no tobacco, um, no you know products of that vein. Uh, the main thing in it is caffeine as well as neurotropics. Uh, the main neurotropic I want to say is Cognizine, <laughs> Cognizine citylene. You got me with that one. Love is an ingredient, but it's not the main ingredient, unfortunately. It's just... It, it's in there, the though. They, they do put it in with love. Um, they've got two great flavors right now. Iced mango and then their fresh mint. Put that one the right way up. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I I love the flavors. They keep us like definitely energized. I think the, the main thing I like about these is they're not just like super heavy caffeine. So the neurotropics help you kind of like feel like your brain is working better, even though you're not that like jittery, like, uh, like, oh, I have energy. Yeah. Let's go. I'm fucking, I'm ready. Yeah. 
yeah it's not like a pre-workout where you're just getting you know stimmed over here um it's so like it's nice driving energy for at least for me it's the perfect yeah. driving energy well it's a nice little boost it gives you a nice kind of like flavor in your mouth that's one thing i like about it um there are other similar caffeine type products out there that are like pouches but i know they're used from coffee so you'll get like kind of a coffee breath from them which no one really <gasps> wants your girl doesn't want to mm. kiss you if you smell like that. Just going to give you honest, straightforward advice. Uh, but yeah, so these kind of have a, a fruit flavor to them. Um, they're a little bit different of like a formulation. So you usually don't have that bad breath smell. Um, if you do, it's on you. It's not on the product. Uh, and yeah, uh, I love them. I used them out at the field. Yeah, they're great. I don't know what more to say about them. You got to try them out for yourself to see what we are talking about. So head over to Nectar.Energy. One more time, that was N-E-C-T-R dot energy slash mafia productions mafia productions is all one word and uh yeah check out the buy two get one free code brandon just left the show so that's fun but i'm gonna keep going with the ad reads and we'll figure it out after this so liquid iv they're up next we got them over here there he is he's back <laughs> he'll figure all that out but uh yeah liquid iv uh great little hydration product uh as we said we used it out in philly when it was hot and humid uh, kept us ready to go. Um, got my favorite flavor here, Mr. Lemon Lime in the box. But uh, yeah, they also got all their other great flavors uh, behind me. I've got watermelon, strawberry, uh, strawberry lemonade, uh, another lemon lime. They've also got, I know, flavors like passion fruit, pina colada. Uh, the big thing, they did just release a sugar-free flavor. So uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, for people who you know need that for either dietary reasons or other things, uh, yeah, you can go check that out now on their website liquidiv.com um on the like science part of this it's got like three times the electrolytes of uh, most of the like sports drinks that you'll find out there um it's got a whole bunch of vitamins uh b3 b5 b6 b12 and then vitamin c as well got through the list and uh yeah so it's a great product i enjoy it kind of like the other one i don't have much more to say but you should definitely go check it out and pick some up because it makes us look good help support the show and you know it you also get a dope ass hydration product for it so you're never going to be uh you know dehydrated at the field again so if you go over to liquidiv.com and use promo code mafia underscore moffitt you're going to get uh 20 off over there as well as free shipping so one more time that was liquid uh liquidiv.com uh and then code was mafia underscore moffitt um, and that also, it's not a one-time code. So if you've used it out there in the past and you still want to get, you know, restocked up, go for it. Uh, it'll, Keep it'll using it. Definitely. Keep using Just it. Save it in your browser. Over and over again. All right. Well, we got Brandon back. So at least he made it well, back for the buddy. end of the ad reads. Ooh, I had to run down and grab a new water though. So we're okay. So what happened? You just laptop crash or? I have no idea, honestly. I don't know. It just disconnected me and my camera stopped working. All right. Well, we're back into it. Uh, I'm not going to spend any more time because you're here. So we don't have to stop the show or anything. So that's great. Am I clear? Am I clear clear? at least? Slightly. You've been better tonight, but like I can see you at least 100%. Like it's because I was I I was talking to one of the guys that watches the video. Drew. Drew. Nick Nick Horn's uh, buddy, Drew. Uh, he he came and helped us pit too. He was dogging me about my goddamn camera. Dude, he was fucking relentless. He was like, "Oh man, sorry for you that you guys just lost." Randall, get a better webcam. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Yo, shout like, out Drew. And I'm I am like, kid. <laughs> and I am just like, man, I'm fucking pissed off. But how can I not laugh at that shit? You know, how can you yeah, not? Yeah. So I thought it was. I thought Drew, funny guy, and you know, obviously we don't have that much pit crew. 
and anybody helps shout out to drew <laughs> we man. love he them really yeah <laughs> yeah i really like drew that okay. guy friendly guy i was gonna say another thing i wanted to talk to you at one point during the show and it kind of fits with this because you know you're on the podcast so how did it feel for that little stash to be seen on the hk army page bro you know, it felt That's weird. I thought, I thought I, I low-key got nervous. I was like, man, do they fucking hate me or something? I feel like they never put me in their shit. But you know, it felt good. It felt good. So. Don't worry. We uh yeah. Danny, Danny got over there, got a dope ass shot of you putting the, the I hat saw on. I saw one vi- comment. <laughs> it was like, uh, why is it a why is there a bunch of Houston Heat guys and then hatch? And I was like, <laughs> 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 he said so he said something like that, and I was like That's pretty funny. Valid, well, valid comment. Kids, when you have a podcast out there, it doesn't matter if you're a semi-pro. People will still want to come take photos and videos of you. Let's and that go. includes Mr. Brian Verbal Wolf. So, uh... I got smoked. Hatch, you got a clip by Verbal. Yeah. <laughs> no one's seen it yet. Smoked. It hasn't been released, but I got the inside cut on it for you. And, uh... Yeah, it didn't go so well, did it? Nah, I got smoked. It's like, I'm, sh- I'm like... Running out to my spot, running and shooting, shooting, doing my thing. It's like as soon as I dive through the gap, I get clipped like right on like uh, right on like my hip, and uh, yeah, it didn't go so out, well. So no, I, the I ref just... didn't even say shit. The ref just pointed at me. <laughs> I just love how uh, yeah, Verb went over there because he was filming PB Fit during that same set, and he's like, "Oh, I'll grab some stuff of Hatch," and that's just yeah. the only thing you had for him. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just get smoked. It is what it is. Even even if the spotlight is on you, sometimes you don't always shine. Well, and technically, Brando's in that clip, too. He's holding down back center in the back. I'm back there, yeah. So Hell yeah. I, yeah, I noticed him immediately on, on our field. You um, notice Verb pretty quick. <laughs> he's got his yeah, ready rig. Yeah. It's It stands out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when he's got uh, the fucking Spider-Man rig. Yep. Dude, that, that first ready point, rig. too. I think we were playing the Killers. That, that, the, that very first point, I'm pointing. I'm looking right at Verb. He's, he's on the snake side. I'm shooting the snake 50, and I ended up getting a penalty. And I'm like, God damn it, dude. I hope I, I hope, hope that's not clipped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all funny. So damn, that bad time for him to go over there for both of you guys, it yeah. seemed. It is what it is, you know. But he did get to he did capture, you know, some highlights, a, a highlight of our hardest match for sure. The killers Fuck are yeah, a fucking man. different breed of paintball players, especially all right, right we've, now for sure. We've gotten it out. We've gotten it out. We don't wanna podcast listeners, they aren't, yeah. Don't wanna bring them into the I don't know, the hatch rant section. But sometimes nah. hatch rants can be really good. Yeah. We've had, we've had like, some good ones on the show, I'd say. Like, uh, one thing that I'll, I'll bring it up, because I know Brando's probably thinking about it for sure. There was a time, this event, where I'm fucking dead of night asleep. And uh, Cedar, it's late at night. It's maybe like maybe like 1.30 a.m. And uh, it's fucking, I'm dead asleep. And then all of a sudden, I see Cedar like fucking wakes up like a fucking zombie so straight up and he goes, holy fuck, it's raining. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? And I'm like, it's, I'm like, Cedar, it's raining. And he goes, dude, call Brando right now and get the keys. The sunroof's open. And I'm like, oh, fuck. and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I call He's Brando bad. and Brando's like, oh, he doesn't even fucking say that. He goes, uh, <laughs> why are you calling <laughs> me? Right. And I'm like, Cedar's freaking the fuck out about that it's raining and he needs the keys to the rent to the rental car, right? And uh, Cedar is fucking freaking the sh- freaking out. He can't find his Crocs, so he jumps into mine. He's tap dancing on him, couldn't get him on correctly. Jesus. And uh, he's like running downstairs, walks outside, 
dry as a fucking bone. He go, he walks in and he goes, Hatch, they got hallucinated, bro. It was not <laughs> raining down there. And I was like, I was like, no fucking shit, Cedar. It's not raining. <laughs> just out of nowhere, just fucking in the middle of the night, just Dude, sat up and started yelling. Fuck? Dude, and is like, Cedar okay? Is happening? Like, do we need to get him an MRI? Like, check it out what's funny. going on? He, he was he was saying he was like, man, you know, I was right. in that, I think I was in that middle re- between like my REM where I was like semi-conscious and semi-dreaming mm. where, you know, maybe you were in your dream world and it was raining and you you hear the rain and you snap back into your normal consciousness and you just sat up and started fucking yelling. And I'm, I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> you scared the shit out of me, dude. And I'm sure in the bed with a guy. That's all so. funny. Oh God! So okay, I imagined you were somewhere else in the room. So no, he's literally right no, next to you, like right next to me. It's fucking raining. <laughs> scared the shit out of me. So is this? Mike, I didn't even wake up. <laughs> that doesn't. That doesn't surprise me. What are you saying? I said that doesn't surprise me. But um, no, this is where we ask uh, Cedar's ex girlfriend if this is a common occurrence. Just hallucinations. Uh, hallucinations. During I've shared yeah. many beds Ooh. with the man. Never it's happened not a common. Before. No, I'll say, okay, I'll so say that's is... the first. So okay, now we need to track this. If this starts to develop, something's gone wrong in Cedar's brain, and we need to get our friend help. Absolutely. So now this is strike one. <laughs> strike one. Yeah, <laughs> two more, and strike he's one. going to the the. Honestly, bin. I'll give him a half a one, and then I'll give him half a freak out, and I'll take him to the loony bin. Half <laughs> a freak out. He doesn't even get a full God strike. Damn, Goddamn. Dude. We played the next morning. We had to wake up in a couple fucking hours to help impact, but. Oh sure, my huh? god, that was wild. <laughs> that would, yeah, definitely be a, a rough awakening to a day. Um, well, let me we see. We had some wild stuff off the field, dude. We did some wild things off the field. Yeah, uh, I had like a couple more things to talk about. Uh, I I don't think we talked about filling up tanks yet. Um, like officially, it's been talked about oh, a lot. No. But so obviously. San Diego Dice didn't win the event, and uh, one of the reasons for that, not going to say the reason, because there is no the reason, but one of the reasons was, uh, well, Ryan Greenspan didn't have air for the overtime point. Uh, he had about three pods worth of air, and then he was out of air. Uh, the story behind that is, as they were coming in from the point before, uh, Ryan handed his gun to Oliver to fill it up, put air in, probably load up his hopper, and then give it back to him. Which all are we talking about? We're talking about Oliver Lang. Um, oh. That that was never done. And so Ryan didn't have air in his gun. And one of, you know, just... I, I, I'm tiptoeing around this because I don't know exactly how to say it, but he instantly was pissed. And, like, I think all of us would be. You're midpoint and you relied on your bro to get you air and now you don't have air. And, yeah, but literally, like... Two minutes into overtime, you just hear Ryan start to like, fucking Oliver, motherfucker, what the fuck, how the fuck can you, and you're like, what, what is going on? Because he's still kind of shooting at this point, like it's not dead, but you could tell he was starting to feel the drop off, like he could, he already knew something was wrong. And then he gets out to the corner, tries to fight a little bit more, and then lets out fucking, one of the best quotes that I've ever heard, fucking, wow, Oliver, you really fucked us this time. And I don't know why that one always stands with me because it's uh, I, you have to be so angry to the point where you're like speaking calmly, like you're not even upset about like you're not even yelling motherfucker anymore. Uh, I don't know that that one definitely got me going. But uh, yeah, so 
Dynasty lost that overtime point. And of course, it's not just on that. The other guys on the field weren't able to take advantage of some positions, you know, shit like that. But uh, but yeah, so it was interesting. We got to see another, you know, another team win the event. We talked about that earlier on in the show. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think that was definitely one of the more interesting things from the event. Uh, the other one I had was Mouse almost ground pummeling Colt. Uh, Colt Roberts, not Colt Lukau, uh, during their prelim game with X Factor. Um, I, I didn't get the full like context of why Mouse was pissed. I think he got he like he thought he got cheated or like it was a spin or something like that. Mm-hmm. But man, something flipped and he almost fucking went. You know, we almost had another paintball jail incident with Mouse. And hell yeah! All of a sudden, as he's getting to him, you just hear Mike from the pits, Mike Henman, just mouse leave it and just dude fucking like was just like all right it's not worth it i had the amount of respect that i think mouse has for mike or trust or whatever it was i think that was one of the situations this weekend where we kind of saw it because he was about to fucking kill cole and just like i'm not i'm not gonna go back to paintball jail remembered in the last second that i can't do that Mouse and him and have a very strong relationship. They go back. They go way back. They're, right? Yeah, and, and uh, original aftermath days. Yeah, I honestly almost feel like uh, me and Cedar almost have that relationship now, where it's like he's like, "Yo, dude, you need to chill the fuck out," you know, or like hits me with the, uh, "Yo, not now," or the same team kind of metaphor. Yeah, I think maybe the difference there is it's a little more of like a coach player relationship, obviously, because you sure, and Cedar are teammates sure. and. You know, you, we joke about him being Papa Cedar, but you know, you guys are kind of a similar age. Um, but yeah, no. I don't so know I about think that one. I he's okay. The point I'm making is he's not 20 years older than you. <laughs> like, he's not does that make too. sense? <laughs> Definitely older than me. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, older than me. you're you're completely misunderstanding what I'm no, saying. That's mostly, but, all right, no, that's you're fine. good. That's mostly for him because he's gonna listen to this and be like, motherfucker, dude. Look, bro, he's 31. He ain't fucking 40. All right. Like, you're making it sound like the motherfucker's 60. Like, 31, 31 going on 30, 39. 39? What? Still technically in his 30s. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's all I was saying there. That was a cool little moment to see, uh, you know, that kind of relationship between Mike and Mouse. And we'll see kind of how that moves on throughout this year if uh, Mike stays with the team. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I not trying to say anything i have no information if he doesn't or not but yeah i i don't know if this was like a test run if this was a permanent situation so we'll see what happens why wouldn't he because didn't they go four and oh tournament i mean a a complete turnaround yeah but that's also like brandon you should know in in pro paintball it's not just about how you do like there's a lot more that goes on and (laughs) like i'm not even trying to point to anything because i don't know but i'm just saying like it's one of those things you'll see you know, if he if he's there yeah. through the end of the year, then then he is. <laughs> I saw I see exactly what you're saying, Ryan, and that is a very valid question. Yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like you don't know. <laughs> you really don't. I uh, was I was surprised because I thought A Rod was on the team, and then Mike Himmon jumped on it, and now I'm like, oh, well, so A Rod ain't there. What I heard apparently is A Rod was actually cut like a couple weeks after the last event. Um, like it was a situation that they kind of, yeah, wanted to, you know, figure out go a different way. I, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and talk like I have insider information on it. Cause I don't, but yeah. Uh, I just know that they decided to part ways with him. 
Nice. Good for AC Diesel. Made it way better. <laughs> I love your reaction, Hatch. I know you hate A-Rod. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> no, it's not, not that I hate fan I either. I just... I go fuck. I think the guy is... He's just a very free spirit, wants to do things his way, and that doesn't always, like... That doesn't work in a team game. With, yeah, that does not work if that in a team makes game. sense. Yeah, so... Didn't it's necessarily like, surprise me to see that one happen. Not at all, so... Hey, what up, Callie? Big stretch. Damn, bro, that was a Hell big stretch. Yeah, yeah she's chilling. That was, that was probably the most I've seen her on the podcast. Yeah, she's chilling, you know? Um, the boom arm definitely gets in the way sometimes. Oh, yeah, all I sure. gotta say about the whole tank situation uh it was our oliver more. the tank would have been full i'm just <laughs> fucking straight up dude oliver diff well yeah let's I mean, oliver diff one oliver has been in paintball the whole time and one oliver is taking a 10-year break so like when <laughs> <laughs> yeah shout out to our oliver the real oliver god damn that guy for knows sure. how to fill a tank for sure um so one other story I need to tell from the event before we go on to, there's a couple other things outside of the event I wanted to talk about this week, but um, freaking, I, did you guys see my story of me water cooling an SSD? Oh, yeah. Was that you? I thought it was someone. I thought you just Yeah, that was that. me. No, that was me. So wow. my SSD that I brought to the event, I think it's just one of those that's kind of like the silicon's not as good in it or the silicon's not as good in it. Um because like it overheats all the time it has issues when it drops big you know big dumps of files and shit like that but i was dumb and i didn't think about that before the event and i brought the same ssd so we're there and i'm trying to dump footage before the semifinals matches and it's taken forever man like and you could feel the drive it's hot as fuck and it's just not working and so I was, like, trying to see if there was, like, a fan around or, you know, something where I could, like, blow air through it, try to cool it down. Obviously nothing there. So my, my next thought, I looked at the cooler full of ice. And I was like, well, ice, ice is cold. <laughs> and this is a metal-enclosed SSD. So I took a piece of ice, and I grabbed paper towels, and I, like, covered off the, like, the port where, like, the USB-C goes. Um, and then the other side, which has some like screws on it. So I like mm -hmm. covered off all the spots that water could maybe get in. And then I just put the ice on top and that bitch started melting really quickly. But the drive also started going a lot faster. Um, nice. freaking cool got down. Through, yeah. Got through the whole, you know, dump in like 10 minutes where it was saying it was going to take like an hour and a half or something. Um, and yeah, so that works. You can liquid cool SSDs. Uh, I'm also happy to report. Drive survived. It's still working to this day. Uh, no Let's water go. damage. And, you know, is some ingenuity, which, you know, at the paintball field, you got to do what you got to do. Get it done. Wow. Paintball field is the worst thing for any kind of malfunction that we have to deep dive into anything. Oh, you got to like, deal with something. Yeah. Cleaning your gun, wiping, a, what, doing anything with a camera. Dude, paintball field is the fucking dirtiest place ever. Mm -hmm. File, screw falls on the ground. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. So, well, and I guess that was, you know, we were over by the, like, booths and shit. So, I guess, you know, there wasn't, like, active paint spraying everywhere. Because, yeah, that would be a little bit more sketchy. Um, but, yeah, no. So, I thought that story was funny. I was proud of myself. I figured out how to jank-ass liquid cool of SSD. Hell, yeah. Now you just got to travel with a, a little um, sandwich bag in your pocket just, just for that. So, you don't have to jerry-rig that shit. Yeah, valid. So, so the sandwich bag work? Do you mean like for sure putting that on there? Yeah, put the ice, put the ice in there. 
but condensation it would still come through the bag right and wrap then just put a, a towel over it or, or yeah so i would still wrap it in a paper towel wrap it in a paper towel wrap it in a little baby towel put it in a ziploc bag and put ice around it dude that'll what put some liquid IV in there it'll speed it up <laughs> oh we're just killing a hard drive right now guys this is not helpful. i don't think so i don't think so <laughs> wrapping it up in a towel and then just putting that in a bag of ice it's gonna melt as no, the no, heat no, no, expands. No, no no put it put the wrap it in a towel put it in the bag zip it up there's no there's no water in the bag and then you put ice around like you lay it on some ice oh i see what you mean so to like create a barrier mm -hmm. but the only problem then becomes the thermal dynamics of that because yeah science yeah yeah you're well, not smart enough for that so it doesn't the, exist the efficiency of the cooling would go down a lot because the plastic would also be taking some of the cooling in between the drive and the i don't know thing. enough to dispute you so but you're well, right. i'm correct thank you no you're <laughs> Fuck you, Brandon. Um, you know what? I think Brand. I got Brand. I think I gotta go with Brando on this one. He seems to know what he's talking about. <laughs> you guys are pieces of shit. Uh, so yeah. Um, one last thing I had from the event. Looking down here, uh, I had to give a shout out to Shell De Photos. I don't know if you guys have uh, seen some of his work, but Dan Shelley. Um, just honestly, one of the, you know, just a refreshing character to see in paintball media. Um, definitely, you know, a guy that I've got to know a little bit during the events this year and uh yeah i wanted to uh to give him a shout out he took a took some fire photos of me so i always appreciate that but uh oh, yeah. also in general uh we you know we shared a beer on the you know podium day and we were talking a couple times during the event so it was uh yeah it was it was nice and refreshing and uh definitely yeah need to give that guy his props because he only has about a thousand followers on instagram and that number definitely needs to be higher so Head over to at Shell Da Photos, S H E L L D A Photos. Uh, yeah, go follow him. Check it out. Takes a lot of following great stuff. Right now. There you go. You I, weren't I, following I, Hatch? Wow. You're a fake friend. Dan, Jesus. get him. Get him. I now know. I now know. I now know. I just <laughs> I didn't know hey, before. Hey Dan, just know I was in I was under a thousand followers. He was hey Dan, just under. know I'm a piece of shit. I'm a piece I'm of shit. A piece of shit. <laughs> just know that. So. One hundred. All right uh but yeah so that was really my last like nxl related thing tonight uh i know you guys had some more stories of your time at philly uh i guess yeah let's let's jump to those i'm, I'm gonna hold my last topic because it's kind of a spicy one and there's some conspiracies with it so we're gonna you gotta stick around for that if you want to hear you know fucking oh shit do i have a good sampler for this i don't actually just kidding just kidding what's up brando hit it off okay um let's see let's see which which one do we want to do first how about oh uh uh we cut cedar's hair we got cedar's yeah. haircut we got cedar we, we cut cedar's hair into a mullet i i didn't even see this what the fuck <laughs> yeah fucking i think God. every time i saw him he had a hat or a ball glove on yeah probably so, yeah the guy has a fire mullet honestly i don't i almost refer to her as a bitch but the chick who uh the chick who <laughs> cut his hair. <laughs> uh, she definitely left it a little long in the front, you know, a little, little it's not flowy, really little, little flowy. Yeah, but you know, uh, he just needs to find that happy medium, and then the guy looks good. The guy looks fucking good. Yeah, he his little like yeah, his, yeah, his shake for the back. Shake. Oh yeah, the yeah. <laughs> yeah That's so how good. you know He's your like, mullet oh. is getting official yeah. is when you have the like nice flick in the back. It mm -hmm. barely has it, barely. But it's well, there, there you go. but it counts. It's if there. I can, if yep. I can put you in one twenty slow mo, and there's movement, you have a mullet. 
Barely movement. You, you barely movement. Movement is still movement. Hatch. Still movement some. is movement. The guy is looking fresh as fuck, though. Not even gonna lie. That's all, and buddy. He knows, Shout out, Papa Cedar. So, yeah, they they started freaking out when, uh, ten dirty ass motherfuckers started turning up in this hair salon. <laughs> this lady's yeah, this lady's like, like, do you guys have an appointment? And uh, we all just pointed to Cedar. She was getting low-key pissed off because. <laughs> People came did in there and they were waiting. Fuck no. We, walk, oh. we, walk, we did a walk-in. And uh, she was like, oh, you need to set up an appointment. So, oh, can I set up an appointment like 15 minutes from now? And uh, we just walked over and got a haircut. Nice. So, felt good. Felt nice. We, I think Paul has like a little video. We'll have to, we'll, I'll have to get that from Paul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, made, he made a cool little way at it. Yeah. On yeah, fly. that's one of those moments I wish I was there for because that sounds hilarious seeing the fucking semi-pro team there to cheer on cedar that's that sounds hilarious what the fuck dan shelly just mentioned me said a follow by the goat honored love the podcast what <laughs> the fuck go. yeah he listens to the podcast you motherfucker no, dude, he knows who you are he's fucking way cooler than i am dude the guy that's getting fucking fire ass content i saw that picture you got of you ryan shit looks yeah, fucking blamey bro dude well, it was funny because he took that one, and then there's another one where I look over and I see him and I smile, and I was like, "Nah, the candid looks better. Candid's fire." He's like, he's like, he's like, "Oh hey." So no, yeah, that's that's a weird order. Like, I took the smiling one first, and then I pretended yep. to, yeah. It's like uh, the shutter speed for models. It's like as soon as you hear the shutter speed, you got to do a different pose. Yeah, no, that's that's now a legit goes, thing with like, like sh- professional like models. Flash. Yeah. Well, it's not like another pose, but it's like kind of whole thing. Slight movement. Wait for the pick. Wait for the pick. Wait for the pick. Wait for the pick. Like you just kind of find your shit and just keep hitting it. We'd have a fire ass photo shoot. Not even going to lie. Also, uh, shout out to Savage Fenty for uh, lacing me up. You got some more Savage? Yeah, they, they, they knew. They recognized me. They remember me. They did? Not even, not even no fucking, fucking way. They remember, they no remember way. me after walking in. Not even messing with you. So, and, uh, uh, is this for you this time, or? Hell no, it's for, it's for everybody who gets the pleasure of seeing it. It's pretty fucking nice, not even gonna lie. What, uh, what'd Blue. you buy? What'd you pick up, buddy? Blue thong. Blue thong? Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's pretty fine. Can you please explain lie. to people what this, like, because I, I think this was just before we started the podcast last year, was when this oh, happened, fuck. so we never talked about it. Can you Damn. please explain this story? So... Uh, I guess I'm friends with Rihanna now because I I I wear her lingerie. You're not so. friends with her. What? That's <laughs> I don't know, dude. Same what same. Parasocial shit is that? We're like it. this now. Yeah, me, like me and Rihanna. Me and Rihanna were tight. Me and Riri. So smart girl. Yeah, there's this. Uh, apparently there's only two stores in all of America. Apparently for her and lingerie line. Right? Yeah, for That's her lingerie what, yeah. store line, whatever. And we go in. And the, am I supposed to be telling the story of last year's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Gotcha. So we go in and I am like, what the fuck is this place? This is wild. You know, I got the, got the Sam Smith playing in the background. I'm like, dude, this shit is zesty as hell. Right. So I, so I'm walking in. I'm like, oh, there's lingerie. Then I was like, do you guys have any dudes lingerie? I'm like, oh yeah, we do. We have a, we have a section over here. a men's section? Yeah, yeah. Very slim pickings. Very, very slim pickings. I, I, yep. And then so, luckily, your boy got to prestige after using his last set. And now I get, now we went back this year. 
God, that that I'm sorry. The I'm sorry. I'm sorry, brother. Can we back it up? What the fuck does your boy got to prestige after buying the last set? What the fuck does that mean? You know, it, after you, you after you use it so many times, you get that you you level up. You so get wait, the experience, you used it? I'm confused now. It's just underwear. Of course, I was using it. So you've been wearing a thong all year? No. We didn't know about the, it. The, the first set is fucking wildly not wildly not a thong. That shit is wilder than a thong. What? Did you get a fucking g-string or some shit? Nah, wilder than that shit. I don't even know how I would describe it. It's like uh, Brando, you know. It's like a jog strap. It's like a, a yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a jog strap. <laughs> fucking spreads my oh, cheeks and shit. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking. There, there is no fucking. There so is there's no just nothing in, in the, the back. Ass. It's just like, no, dude, fucking open. For I feel eating, like bro. that's meant for a certain type of individual. You know what I mean? Without a doubt, yeah, this shit uh, is wild. Something Mark Spiegelman might be a fan of. You know? Dude, just, shit's I'm open just for saying eating. a name. I'm not. You know, I'm, doesn't mean anything. Now you're good. But <laughs> so I had to. So I had to go back this year. Get something. Get get laced something up a little with a nicer. Thread, you know. Uh, so I got your boy got some, you got boy got some blue, uh, sounds fucking fruity as fuck when I say it, not even gonna lie, but straight up got a blue thong, shit's lit. Hatch, I'm gonna be honest, anything where you're talking about buying lingerie for yourself is gonna sound fruity as fuck. It's not for myself, it's for everybody who wants to see it. (laughs) But it is for you, no one else is wearing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I mean, it's not like you're buying this for a girlfriend or something, you know, like, that's... Everyone kind of gets that. I mean, we could look at it like I bought Cedars and he bought mine if we want. We That's look at it more that way. fucked, though. I don't like that. That's even <laughs> scarier. <laughs> All right, so we'll go back to we'll go back to the first. We'll way. go back to the first way. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to Rihanna. That's my girl. Yeah. So okay, you got like a little blue thong. I... Yeah, fire. Are you actually going to wear it? Like what? I was low key fucking debating on wearing it the first day. I was like, dude, do I wear it? That's probably the reason why we fucking got smoked. Hatch, you're literally the. The like joke dude who is playing paintball in a thong like that's that's no, hilarious. I, I almost I was thinking about wearing it, but <laughs> I think I was thinking about wearing it, but I didn't end up doing it. Oh my god, you learn something new about your co-host every day, ladies and gentlemen. And yeah, yeah. we've learned that Hatch has a selection of underwear that he really enjoys. Yeah, and dude, I'm telling do you, they if feel you want to do a calendar, like is it? You feel every bit of breeze, bro. Dead ass. <laughs> every bit of breeze. Okay. Every fucking That's bit. how the thigh huggers feel, though. So I kind of get that. Like, it's, bro, you it's can, very nice. You can feel a fucking ant sneezing outside. <laughs> I don't think That's that works dra- like that. That's how drafty they are. <laughs> so, you know. Just feeling, feeling some wind by your hole. And just, woo. That was, that was weird. Yeah. And speaking of that shit, dude, I got fucking groped by TSA. Oh, you oh. did? You actually got, yeah, I got, you got pulled aside? I got, I got Oh, I got touched, bro. <laughs> I, got touched. I got touched, bro. Uh, I'm we're walking through, and I knew I was kind of gonna get flat because I'm wearing I'm wearing like uh, I'm wearing some HK shorts that have like zippers on this that has like zippers on the, for the pockets. Metal, right? yeah. So obviously, right, that's just light lighten, lighten up when I get through. I walk through. I look at the picture, bro. Big ass fucking red block right on my dick, and I'm like, what the fuck? And so the guy's like, uh. I'm going to have to patch it down. And obviously in the airport, I am the wildest looking fucking guy at the airport. Right? <laughs> so. Yeah. With the, the mullet and mustache, you look like a uncivilized human. <laughs> yeah. I looked like, a, I looked like I did not belong in an airport. I looked like I live at the airport <laughs> and, uh, or, or outside so, the airport. Yep. Valid. And 
the guy's like, uh, well, I'm going to have to uh, put step you aside over here. And, uh, you know, you know, the deal. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You I'm know the deal. Bend over, son. <laughs> well, no, I, I was basically like, I was basically like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. Don't have to explain it. I just want to get the fuck out of here. Like, just touch me. Right? I want to make my plane. And, yeah. Uh, I see fucking Brando, Michelle and fucking Cedar all walk past, bro. The guy didn't give a shit. It was fucking credit card in my cheeks. Dude. Didn't even care. Fucking straight fucking thumb scoot my balls, dude. <laughs> He was fucking, he was touching me everywhere. And I, cause why the fuck is there just a, a random fucking red square on my dick on the, in the machine? What is happening? The machine saw something weird in, in the, in your dick area, I guess. I, so, I don't, Hatch, if anything, you should be very complimented right now. Cause I think we yeah. all know what this meant. I like that. Yeah, the X-ray machine that saw a very long foreign object and yeah. there was nothing there. So you guys can put together the context clues. So now we know, dude, the Philly airport, that's just my favorite. Hatch is no, literally <laughs> certified hung. I guess so, dude, according to TSA, TSA dude. Yeah. According to TSA. <laughs> you, you, so. know what, you know what probably didn't help as well? You guys trying to sneak in, not even sneak in, but but carry on a oh, the peanut butter. jar of peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, so, no. The plane. So we went to Costco, right? So to get like some of our food. You know, Costco got got the deals. We know what Costco is. I think most people do. We got the bulk thing of peanut butter where we were making peanut butter sandwiches. We went through one tub, but then we had one that was completely untouched. Mm. We tried to fly with it. Uh, apparently, according to TSA, that's a liquid. That's yes, fucking it is. bullshit. It's because there's oil bullshit. in it. Yeah. Lame. But you could have uh, put some plastic explosives in that, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I could have. So, and TSA, I'm not going to do that. So please do like, not put me on a list. The lady knew instantly. She's like, oh, uh, is there any uh, liquids in here? And we're like, oh, no, we're good. We're good. And she goes, squeezes the fucking bag. And she's like, what? then what is this? And then he Cedar goes, uh, peanut butter. And she's like, oh, no, I can't go. <laughs> she's like, right? nah, so nah. And Cedar's like, do we really have to throw it away? And she's like, yep, you do have to throw it away. So I'm like, all right. So I fucking rip the lid off, fucking stick my finger in that shit. <laughs> right in the middle of the airport. Just looking at her. Just... I was like. I was like, anybody else want any? And I'm like asking everybody around us, anybody else want some? Anybody else wants some peanut butter? A, a, a fingy of peanut butter? The communal peanut butter? Nah, dude. And what really sucked is, so while that guy was fucking stroking my balls at TSA, my mouth was dry as hell. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Like, I need some water. <laughs> Stuck together, dude. That reminds me of uh, like this is the end where they're like, Jonah, you can have one scoop of peanut butter for your diabetes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Man, damn. Is that movie on Netflix now? Yes, it is. It's great. Hell yeah! Yeah, that's what I just movie. I just watched it recently because I saw it on there. Mm-hmm. Recommendation and to anyone? This is the end. No, go go, Brandon. You were gonna talk, so I'm not gonna talk over you. <laughs> oh no! I'm, since we're sticking with with airport airport stories, really quick, we had a teammate. Get a... Oh! <laughs> what happened? Get a arrested Walk, at, at an yeah. airport okay. arrested. We're, I'm not, we're not gonna say i'm not gonna say who yeah, we're not doxing oh, names no. one of gonna, our one of you our guys boys are gonna tell me after though but <laughs> one of our boys yeah, okay yeah, yeah, okay yeah. okay so what the fuck happened one of our guys basically was getting fucked over in his flight so he was at his gate waiting for his flight all of a sudden he goes yo where'd the flight go because the gate just changed. And so apparently 22 people missed their flight because they changed the gate and no one didn't tell anybody. And low-key, oh. I think the airlines do this shit on... I, I low-key think the air, airlines do this shit on purpose when they overpack. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, whoever gets to it first. 
or no. like they like send out to only like a certain amount of passengers that the gate changed yep. up like but the other 40 are just sitting there and then oh that's so fucked so he was very very upset and he is like yo i need to get on a flight like i have to get on a flight like i have to be in philadelphia but by tomorrow morning i have to be this right? is uh wednesday night yes because like, wednesday usually... night going into yeah. thursday morning mm-hmm. and the bitch was apparently being a bitch according to uh, my teammate <laughs> and uh was was hitting him with basically a good analogy would say she basically hit him with a talk to the hand you know what i'm saying like shoot like, him away almost damn that sucks something like that and my boy saw red and he hit her with a fuck you and the next thing you know the guy ends up in handcuffs behind dsa what and, the fuck uh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> they fucking take his wallet so the entire weekend he has no fucking wallet wait he didn't get it back no they didn't give him his wallet back so does he have his id no, his, his that sounds uh, illegal person, to confiscate someone's person, identification. A person back home had to send him his extra license so he could get through TSA. So he could, so yeah, he could get yeah. home. That wild, right? That, wild. I, is that legal? Still has his wallet. Still has his wallet. Can they just straight up hold someone's identification? Like that doesn't no. seem legal because I like, feel like okay. In case he all, like let's legal, say let's say. For unfortunate reasons, let's say he has to, like, you know, talk to a police officer or something, and he now can't present ID that he legally had because it's been taken by someone? Like, that... Okay. That seems really weird to me. What's your name? Uh, Bofa? <laughs> Bofa? That's gonna work out well for him. <laughs> I was hitting hella people with a Bofa this weekend, not even gonna lie, but... Did you hit anyone with, uh, both of these? The, I was the trying hella hard, though. I was trying yeah. hella hard. Yeah, shout out Lastro. that one. <laughs> My my boys know me too well. No one on my team I can get with. Oh them. yeah, There's no fucking way. No, you can't even um, get anyone who goes to Capital Edge anymore. Because it's like I, everyone yeah. knows if Hatch asks you a question, think about it shut for up. a couple seconds. You have <laughs> like, to uh, shut put up. it together in your head first, and it may be a real question. I try, and the thing is, it'll be a good question sometimes that you'll be like, hmm, maybe I should answer that one. Yeah, or it's a a question that you've never really been asked but you've always wanted to be asked and you're like oh boom and then i hit you with it marv hit marv hit <laughs> me with it pretty well asked. yeah marv hit me Dude. with it pretty good yeah marv marv, marv marv tried to hit uh, the, the uh the olive garden the olive garden um uh waitress with the was it bofa was it, bofa it was as bofa. well he 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 asked her about milk and then bofa and he turns around <laughs> and it looked like he was trying to hold in his laugh look like his eyeballs stop. were about to pop <laughs> <in>. <laughs> That's so funny. So he's like, you always have to try. (laughs) It's with the botha, and then looks to you guys as like, (laughs) yeah. I was just like this, like across. I'm I'm at the head of the table. I'm at the very head of the table, you know. And I'm just like this. I'm just like (laughs) trying my best not to fucking laugh, hiding behind my fingers, you know, looking straight down at the ground. I just could not stop fucking laughing. Fuck yeah! All right, well I feel it. Um, all right, guys. So we're kind of towards the end of the show, and I want to get into my last final topic I have, because it is kind of a crazy one. Uh, but first, we need a code word of the week, Hatch. Oh, man. It's time for Hatch's code word of the week. 
we we gotta have it. It's gotta be a team. It's gotta be a team effort. I feel yeah, like this I'll is sign, your we'll sign off on it. We gotta do. We gotta do from the sidelines quote of the week. Nah, it's it's Hatch's code word of the week. All right, you came all up right, with the idea. Right. I'll give you credit on this one. It's a good all idea. All right, all right, all right. Let's think. Let's think. We used Philly cheesesteak last week. I mean, hey, we want to just hit him with the both of these. Yeah. All right. If you're listening to this, I don't even know how the fuck to spell it. Sound it out. You're go. You'll be close enough. <laughs> Your best guess is we'll take it. Hit us with yeah. the both of these. <laughs> if you hit me with the both of these, we are solid square. You are one of my favorite people. If you DM us, comment, whatever. Speaking of, I want to give a shout out to someone who hit me up with uh, Philly cheesesteak last week. Christopher Struck. Uh, he's definitely been a longtime fan of the show. I know he's been reaching out to me on Facebook every now and then. Uh, he's been listening for yep. a while. So wanted to give a shout out to you, man. Appreciate your support out there. Uh, but yeah, every if, time you want your, uh, if you want your name on the show, hit us up with the code word of the week. Let us know about it in some DM form. Uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, somewhere like that. We'll see it. And then, yeah. We'll yep, maybe, Mike Ryan. Maybe give you that a guy, shout out. That guy sent me a message saying Philly cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. Last show, lap dance. He sent me some. Shout out to Mike Ryan. Yeah. We, we, had, we had a ref. Ref tell us oh, that. dude, great Wait, call, Brando. This story. Great call. So I am I'm obviously shooting. I shoot the shit with everybody, right? So in the middle of our match, we're on the far side, and I am like, Ref, thank you so much for everything you do, right? We run our own local league, right? So we know how it is refing when it ain't the funnest job. And the guy goes, Oh, I know you. I've seen the videos. And I'm like, damn! <laughs> I'm like, damn! What the fuck do I say to that? That's all funny. So it wasn't a good recognition. It was. A, I would say all so. Right. I would definitely yeah. say so. Oh, okay. So it was all right. So like he gave a thumbs up. He yeah, gave a thumbs okay. up. Gave a good old the voice up. made it seem like a fucking little fucking kid. Like, no, that guy. I would say, just off of the vibe that I got from him, he's the kind of guy where. Obviously, since he refs in XL, his paintball team doesn't play in XL, so he may, might be more of a, a weekend baller. But, dude, that guy, funny as fuck. I like that guy. That's cool. Shout out to that random ref. I wish we knew your name, man. <laughs> I'll never fucking know besides box ref. Box ref, if you hear this, hit me with a both of these. Yo, I need lone wolf paintball box ref. Shout out you, brother. You killed it all the weekend. Far, the far one. The one farthest away. And let's be real. Backline refs, you guys shout out you guys that's Saints. that's a hard job to play and i'll De- say literally easy. at wc i saw the exact reason why you have to have someone back there so yeah shout out it's a needed position it sucks appreciate you guys it sucks when you don't have enough refs to do it oh my god so yeah because the amount like of kids i saw Hawkeye. the amount of kids i saw get away with cheating at wc because there was no backline ref because it's like well i got hit on the inside no one's gonna see it back there, so I just kind of yeah. Like it's like talking. Maybe the guy, maybe the fifty-yard line ref on the other side is gonna see that. Maybe on the inside. Maybe yeah, it's the only other person. But yeah, so shout out to you, box ref. All right, so no more delay. I want to get into this topic because it's kind of fucking crazy. I want to hear your guys' opinion on it, but um, I don't too much about it. But I don't really know either. But a lot has been coming up in my Instagram feed, and that makes me feel like I know what I'm talking about. This so. is where the creativity comes comes into best. Jesus Christ, Hatch, you just went from like... Really loud. (laughs) My bad, I moved my mic a little bit. I was like, oh, okay, what is up, buddy? Uh, But yes, so this is all from the sidelines facts, so take that with a grain of salt. But uh, yeah, uh, apparently a a lot of very rich people paid about $250,000 for a seat on a submarine. And that submarine's goal was to head down to the bottom of the ocean and visit the Titanic, the crash site where... 
I mean, yeah, obviously the, you know, most famous like sunken boat of all time is. They were going to go explore it a bit. Well, it turns out we've lost the submarine. Uh, no one knows where the fuck it is and we can't find it. Um, it's been gone for a few days now. Uh, the weird thing about this is the submarine had a GPS location system that would ping every about 15 minutes with the whereabouts of the submarine. You know, this is kind of normal technology for most things that go out into the ocean. Just, you know, kind of a way of being like, hey, this is our last location and we'll update you in 15 minutes. They stopped sending those pings. So something happened. Honestly, uh, we don't know like where. got a one-way ticket to Atlantis, bro. It sounds like that. But the weird thing is, and I said this at the beginning too, is these were very rich individuals. The net worth of all the like people together on the sub is about five to six billion dollars of net worth. Jesus. That's kind of weird to me that they just all mm. disappear at the same time. So I feel like maybe we just witnessed a whole bunch of rich people fake their own death. Or uh someone just got themselves out of a lot of debt <laughs> but or, i don't know megalodon 100 percent. like it could be something weird they could have just got fucked up and you know something happened and the sub wasn't as good as they thought it was and oh, i don't dude. know it could well, be that but i like, like to imagine sea monsters yeah that's what i like to imagine it's either some type of like kraken uh kraken these on your face oh my god i had to bro i had to how's it going i had to that's like half credit because yeah you set it up a bit but like kraken giant sea uh squid megalodon some shit like that uh but i i definitely am gonna believe that it's a government conspiracy and they wanted these people killed so that that's what i'm gonna go with yeah man uh were there other submarines around shooting torpedoes is that a, that could possibly be a thing i don't know what was helen this... keller in the submarine Maybe what that's the, the thing. Fuck? They're trying to cover Damn, up more Helen Keller it. secrets. Yeah. Just yeah, like Tower wow. 7. I'm telling you. I wonder, do they not think to like, maybe like, okay, damn, all these people left. Why don't we just throw a probe down there right now? So the United States Coast Guard has launched a rescue search for them and they are trying to locate them. I mean, you're trying to find a... a find, find bodies, bro. Well, find bodies, but also at this point, it's like, we talk about a needle in a haystack. That's like a fucking... It's brain of sand in a haystack. <laughs> like finding a sub in the ocean, like that's not an easy task. I mean, and they they launched the mission down to the Titanic to go visit, to go uh, um, see the Titanic when they lost uh, communication. Correct. Yeah. So it was that was the, the last like, itinerary of. Well, yeah. no, I don't know how far down it got, but the itinerary at least for that trip was. Hey, this is a, you know, really expensive expedition. We're going to go down and see the Titanic and these, you know, really rich people have paid for a spot to be on the submarine to go do so. Um, yeah, it's, it's so it's not just the ocean, how vast and big it is. It's it's, it's two miles deep. As well, too. Yeah. Too. yeah, yeah, that's incredible. That's oh, my God. And we're we're all these people American. I uh, don't know that part. That's facts that I definitely do not have. But uh yeah, I know they were rich, and there was a lot of money that is unaccounted for right now in the world, which is, I mean, let's be real, that's everything, you know, like, if some shit happens, follow where the money trail goes, because that'll tell you all the answers.
Mm. What business were they into? Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, that'll be a good thing to see. I mean, hey, like, isn't it just convenient that after 2001, a whole bunch of American companies started making money over or hand money hand over fist that also just happened to be friends with the vice president at the time, and they were government like military contractors? That's that's not weird just, to anyone else, right? Just no? just a coincidence. Yeah. Just, just around the same time, we passed an act that took away a lot of freedoms of American citizens. Just coincidences. Yeah. That seems pretty normal. <laughs> that seems pretty no yeah for the america we grew up in but that's not really yep. in like the grand scheme of things <laughs> nah yeah do you, okay do you guys legitimately think that it could have what do you guys think it could be like legitimately i my like okay legitimately i think just something went wrong like some type of you know got depressurized and everybody just gets fucked yeah something like that like honestly anytime you're taking a submarine down two miles there's a lot of risks that go in with that just because yeah when you, you don't even know that, until you're down there well yeah but when you get that far down you're essentially like you're going through an atmosphere that's almost as difficult to survive in as like space is like yeah. it, the amount of pressure that's down there like humans we know more about that level there. of space we know more about like the 100%. level of space than we yeah. do like that level of pressure at the ocean yeah we right? know less about be... the mariana's trench than the moon <laughs> and one like... is on our planet i wonder if it's like different patches of pressure right where it's like they'd be fine and then all of a sudden they they hit like a patch of pressure and then it's like boom just fucking crushed like a can yeah well and that could definitely be a thing because pressure is constant so it's like you know as the bar you know let's say you're at 15 bar at a certain depth then by the point you go down to 17 maybe not instantly it will crack but if there is some type of you know uh some weakness kind of in your hole or some type of give it will eventually fall just because that pressure is constant like it's it's a force that is always there that is always applying it's not that like pressure it's pulsing to it. right? yeah it's not, it's like, not it's like it's like coming in know. waves it's constantly pushing on you and that's why like and there's no getting away oh sorry brandon yeah yeah like you said there's no getting away like i there there might not be any chance to fix any issue hell like no so oh, i'm just yeah, saying like sure. because like hell it's, no like if no, there's it's, a, if there's um like a, a, a fuck, not a mistake but yeah if something's wrong some accident some miscalculation like we need more duct thing. tape we need more duct tape well that's like yeah, duct i mean tape fix on that like the spaceship yeah duct tape fixed apollo 13 but it ain't gonna do everything um no but and i think that's why like the best uh reference we have for like deep sea travel is space because i think it is it's very similar like situations of you know humans are not meant to be there at all so you have to pretty much build and have everything perfect and if anything goes wrong your success rate goes from you know 75 percent to four <laughs> percent and it's not and it's scary damn it's like i mean think of like yeah the guys on apollo 13 like they made it back but it's just barely and you know there's other examples of like challenger and discovery or was it columbus i think that columbia that burned up on re-entry i know it was one of them um but yeah like that's a, that must be a scary mindset knowing that you go up there and there's like a pretty high chance that you might not come back i mean for astronauts in the early days i feel like even in submarines now i almost feel like especially uh, when you're going down like that deep oh, even I, I see what you're saying I think it Relating. depends on the sub too because i know there's a lot of 
Navy dudes sitting at the bottom of an ocean floor right now in a nuclear submarine that is, yeah, they're just fine. <laughs> they're not scared of anything around them because they, they literally have ICBMs on board and they can create their own war if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah uh, they could. If they have to, they will nuke. They'll sure. nuke the kaiju that's coming up from the, you know, Marianas Trench. Exactly. Damn. Don't get that reference? All right. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's name. fucking Pacific wild. It's perfect. Damn. <laughs> I love Pacific Rim. That's first one, such a good movie. Second one, completely ass. ass never should be talked about ass. or mentioned again. It was like all, it was like a mixture between like fucking Transformers and like Godzilla. And I'm well, just it's like, funny. Like they took all the great principles from the first movie and just made it ridiculous. And it was yeah. like this was cool, and now this is not cool anymore. I missed the 2009 Transformers. Man, that shit was so fucking sick. Seeing that shit transform <sighs> for the first time. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, peak of humanity was 2007 Shia LaBeouf sitting on top of a Camaro with Megan Fox next to him and in the end playing that was like the peak of humanity it'll so never good. get better than that damn Hold, holding holding her hand except her thumb <laughs> okay oh, yeah. okay buddy let's be real Megan Fox walks up to you right now you're not upset you don't give See a fuck thumb, about a thumb you don't give a fuck i am disgusted stop trying to be kyle all right you don't give a fuck i know you <laughs> no, don't brandon you're absolutely right though brando that thumb is definitely missing some yeah chromosomes it, or something I don't it's know. not the best looking thumb i'll take the whole package i'm gonna be honest i'll, I'll dive on that grenade for the boys I'll, yeah i can yeah, put a paper, paper bag over the thumb, <laughs> the thumb. <laughs> well it's not as long we know thumb. that so yeah. Oh, that's a good point. That that was a good paperback joke. I, I did hear that. <laughs> nah, dude. She's like, uh, have you ever seen that? Damn, this is another Monsters vs. Aliens reference. But uh, you ever you guys have seen that movie, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Remember the fucking the the family that has like the fucking short thumbs? And she's like trying to fucking push the door thing. And she's like, thumb! And she just can't <laughs> fucking reach it. That's Megan Fox. That's Megan. Oh, okay. That's All right, sure, bro. Megan Fox. I know for a fact you were a teenage boy once and you fucking, you, you dreamed about her like everyone else did. I still do. Still do. See, I'm not wrong. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we're good though. Yeah, we're good Just, though. Uh, that's my guy. I dream of her with, a, with two normal thumbs though. That's for sure. Absolutely. Thumbs. Uh, I can, now I, now a dream reality. I, okay. I just, I never get why people latch onto the, to the thumbs. I'm, I don't know. It's just a funny joke. I don't give a fuck about her yeah. thumb. No, I, I know. I know. I know. Trust me. It's I, like I she's get like it. missing like a fucking leg or something, you know? Just a fucked up well, thumb. no, but it is funny how people <laughs> act like that. It's like, oh my God. So ugly. It's like, no, no. I mean, she just, she just yeah. has a single ugly phalange and that is it. I was going to oh, try to. I was two of them. She's two of them. Okay, Frozen well, Boy. Only one, of them, only one of them is fucked up, though. Well, yeah, she also has cameras that work, Brandon. So I don't know what you yeah. want. <laughs> Drew would be upset right now, Brando. Fuck you, Drew. Hey, it made it through an hour and fifty-five minutes, so Good it got pretty close. Uh, close uh, enough for me. Let me get let me get the ice. Let me cool this down. Hold on. Let yeah, me get me the ice. Brando. Yeah, there you go. Also, another thing, me and Brando, we explored some of the sites of Philly, and uh, we went to a fucking prison. I saw this. I saw a little clip of this from uh, Michelle's post. Yeah, it was a prison that uh, <laughs> made hella funny-ass Attack on Titan jokes because the walls are hella high. 
Um, so pretty much all of these people are fucked, right? I love that. <laughs> that was video. one of my favorite so clips of Logan, funny. dude. Oh my god. If you guys don't know what we're talking one. about, it's just a clip of Logan being told the kind of lore of Attack on Titan and him finally realizing, like, oh, this is fucked. <laughs> like, yeah, everything's there's just like bad. no escape. <laughs> yeah. Right. So definitely felt like the receiving end of Attack on Titan. But uh, or some pretty crazy parts about that, Brando. Or some, um, or some noticeable things that you got. Noticeable things. Uh, a guy like, escaped, dug through concrete like, yeah, with like a dug through the tunnel. Yeah, like it's kind of like, Alc- like Alcatraz too. Like yep. yeah. Um, it was all like it was like a quiet prison. You're not you weren't supposed to talk. It was all isolation and stuff. It was cool. Um, the way it was laid out, it was like a I don't know. It was like a, a, a oh like a like a tire wheel, you know, but the 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 things going out. I don't know. It, it was yeah, a little like spokes, like there's a center hub, yeah. and then it yeah, it went to different yeah blocks, um, but uh, different cell we, blocks. Yeah, but uh, they had a room that we had a chance to write uh, letters and a, oh, yeah. a note to to actual inmates. Um, you know, Solid across, or it, to a different different couple penitentiary. We had two different letters. Yeah, two different letters. Yeah, we had two completely different same letters. to the same inmate. Because they they have a list, you know, you who you address it to. Uh, address so it to the same the person. What the fuck did you guys write to an inmate? Hey, Hatch had a great, I mean, a real good pick me up. Actually, he he yeah. wrote it actually. Oh, I, wrote like, like, I wrote like a paragraph, bro. I was like, yeah. I believe in you, even if you're stuck in there forever. Look at the bright side, you know, right? Just keep moving forward, right? Just keep. You know, Dude, pumping him up. This man is gonna read that and like murder his cellmate or some shit. Like that oh, would be dude. hilarious. Oh, uh, he's gonna get Brando's and fucking kill it. <laughs> he's, he's, no. he's gonna he's gonna read hatches and like hit like I am good. Yeah, I can do he's this. Like you know, it's gonna, ten years. He, I'm gonna make. It. I'm gonna see my family. I'm gonna do this for them. He, then he's gonna get this one. Is because if you're incarcerated, you're gay, and he's just gonna. <laughs> Did you see me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So fucking solid, fucking solid opposites. And the thing is, you would really you think that it would be the other way around. You would think it would be the other way around that would, I right? would write that. Yeah. And then Brandon, and then would, write Brandon the would be one. the nice, like, hey, man, you got this, you know, like, Dude, I wrote it. Find you. Like, I wrote Brandon, it. It's Brandon, like, Brandon, yeah. It's six words. I wrote it, or whatever. And I look up, and Hatch has a paragraph. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> oh, in for a penny, in for a pound, whatever. And I yep. put it in the slip. Yeah. Jesus. So that's hella funny. Oh my his god. Name was, right. His name was Marvin S. So why are we, why are we doxing some... this poor man? Go get him. Break him out. <laughs> Go get him. Hey, free my boy Marv. You know, free yep, my boy. Marv S. So Marv S, if you're listening to this shit, dude. I don't think he is hatched. I do One not day. think he's listening to this podcast. Fuck, I should have signed that. I should have fucking signed that. Listen played. to From the Sidelines podcast. I should have fucking Dude. said that in the letter. Oh, the story would have been yeah, hilarious. We gotta go back, Brando. We gotta go we back. We get a review in five years that's like, you know, Hatch really saved my life, man. He turned it around. Like, what if he like hunts me down? That would also be amazing. Both outcomes are great. It's it's content Dude. either way. I was just about to say that the content's gonna be fucking sick. Yeah. So shout out Marv. Free my boy Marv. Yeah, not ass. not Marvin Gerber. If you haven't listened to any no. of this rest of this podcast, he's he's fine. Arvin Gerber might as well be locked up. The guy's an animal. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Nah, a guy fucking ate raw chicken at a dinner, dude. Brando, back me up. That's he, he did. Okay, that's kind of savage. Not, not gonna lie. Not by choice, but uh, not by choice. He, he, he ate it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and none of us questioned uh, why, how, why it was so ju- chewy and juicy, but we ate it. We swallowed mm. it. Where the I was fuck like, did you guys go to dinner? I saw, we went to... I don't know. I don't remember. Where did we go? Um, Somewhere. It was a steakhouse. I don't know. Yeah, the, right, yeah, steakhouse does not know how to cook chicken. Fuck, that's where were we? why they were a steakhouse. I had a lot of beer. That's all right. Fair answer, Brandon. Dude, the, the chick, the our server, looked like she was on the verge of fucking suicide, bro. She did not look very. Uh, <laughs> she did not look very. We'll bleep that one out. We'll bleep that. I forgot no, no, that's no, another no, no. one of the hot words. No, no, no. That that's fine. It, it's the KYS one. Yep, that's yep, not as yep, good. Yep, yep. That I also got something fine. about that one. But. Dude, I had a similar story. We went to pick up. It was like some Freddy's, some like fast food chain out there. And we went and just got like fast food after the fucking event on Sunday because we wanted to get back to the hotel. And fucking, dude, I went to go ask this dude after I picked up my food for ranch. Holy shit. He looked through me, man. Like this, this dude was ready to end it all. He was just like, yeah, here's your fucking ranch, bro. I was like, damn, That's man. That's what he said? Yeah, and I was like, damn. damn. We, I was like, we gotta we gotta get that man some help. <laughs> like, Holy shit, dude. That, yeah, that guy, fuck, dude. Does he even show up to work the next day? Someone I check don't on know. him. God damn. So yeah, he was well, having anyway. a bad day, but shout out to that Freddy's worker. Shout out to Freddy's worker, man. Do you, do you, do you know his name? No, what? No. I will call him Freddy, and he works at Freddy's. So I yeah, hope there you're, you I'll go. Doing better, Freddy. <laughs> we don't need to name every guest person that we talk <laughs> about on this show. You know, maybe we should maybe we should go back to Philly and get him on here as a guest. Maybe that'll boost him up. Oh my god, go back to Philly, and we gotta get Marv as a guest, and then we gotta get him. Dude, that would be a fucking crazy ass interview. Imagine you, imagine he's like only in there for like tax evasion, like the fucking soft ass shit. Ooh. Imagine it's not tax. Uh, what yeah, if imagine it's, it's not what there. If it's, he's like, I what if it's trafficking like uh, a half an ounce of weed? Oh, then he'd what be if, fine. What if he's only in there for like sixty days, something like that? Like, is would that be a cool felon? Uh that'd be he'd be he'd be pretty cool. He'd be pretty dope. He'd be pretty tight, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Dope. Yeah, with the, with the, I mean, the end. you don't get to have firearms anymore if you're a felon, so that, that part sucks. Fucking but. sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. Yeah. I mean, At least uh, not legally. Well, when you're high profile enough, you probably don't want to break those laws. Valid. Oh, I, fuck, I'm just talking of, about my favorite felon. I'm sorry. No, speaking yeah. of breaking laws... Fuck, yes. dude. Uh, we were throwing fucking grapes out the window at, at like oncoming traffic and shit. I don't know if I should really admit. What this. the fuck? Why are you saying that? Nah, dude. It was fucking awesome. I'll, I'll we're say it we're was just... committing domestic terrorism, so I'm gonna lay out all the details now. Fuck it. I'll say it was just me. I ain't taking anybody down with me. I... Hatch ain't no snitch, bro. Right. So, bro, I was fucking hitting some. I was fucking hitting them out the window and shit. There was one where we fucking threaded the needle through some people's windows and shit. And uh, I'm in the I'm in the shotgun shot, right? And there's a highway across the street going, and I go, hook shot. I fucking throw it, and it fucking no joke sounds like a paintball. It was so loud, dude. Fucking smacking so his windshield, loud. dude. That yeah. one was a good one. I heard, yeah, it was so <laughs> loud. I heard it, and I look in the rearview mirror, and I just see it looked like a brake lights just spl- whoosh, splattering yeah. and brake lights. We're like, oh fuck. So and then uh, I that's remember pretty funny actually. I remember Brando is very good at like a very good receiver when it comes to peer pressure because. We're like, Brando, fucking send it. Start driving. Start going fast. <laughs> right around a fucking cop. And Oh god. And Brando didn't even look around. He just goes, Hell yeah. And then and then just we're just like going like fucking eighty down this like normal ass street. And this cop was just like 
not giving a shit. He's like, you dumbasses. <laughs> and then we're just like, ooh. Michelle in the back was worried. She's like, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> So, She's like, was, my, so my ex-boyfriend is going to get arrested. Oh, no. I, I love my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, we got to get those stickers. Ash, I don't know if you should be saying that during the same episode you admitted to buying yourself a thong. I feel like oh. it's just a bad look, you know? Oh, it, you know? it was a good look, look trust me. We're going to support you. We, like, we love you no matter what. But I don't know. It doesn't feel like it. doesn't feel like it. <laughs> doesn't feel like it? You sure? <laughs> Bro, I'm wearing a fucking purple fuzzy robe that was sent to me from YouTube, all right? You can wear whatever you want. It's chill. Well, not on the show, I can't. But you know what? One day, <laughs> that, one day for Patreon only. That's Patreon that's, members only. Dude, that's the calendar, and we're gonna and we're working on it, and we're gonna make it. Yeah, we'll have years in the YouTube robe. <laughs> yes, Ooh. just the robe. Just Yeah. That looks pretty good. Do the, like, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to, like... Yeah, we got to get like a, a like uh wow, what's the uh Chip and Dale's. We got to get like one of those dudes to come out, show us how to pose mm. and shit. Give us mm. the like most like like hand over. Yeah. Like, yeah. like the subtle like Damian Vasquez? Yeah, I was just yeah, about to Damian. fucking say that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. That. Actually, I didn't think about that. We literally have one in our sport. <laughs> so, Damian could teach me. Yeah. I mean, he could teach you that. He could teach you the, you know, how to arrest people? He's very multi-talented, dude. Your team. Damn. Do you know Damien uh, is uh, going through the academy? Do you guys know about this at all? Nice. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. So he's. I don't know what level law enforcement it is, but some type of uh, like law enforcement academy. So fucking handsome police or something. They're giving that man a badge <laughs> and a gun. So that is that's scary. Um, a just, handsome man like that with some power fuck that's dangerous well it's not even that just watch the spick and span show for five minutes if he's on you'll see why that's not a good thing for humanity hell yeah uh <laughs> speaking of speaking of gun um i i finally got someone to fix hatch's trigger for me oh. uh you know for myself to make me feel better because his trigger on his cs2 is was fucking disgusting um fit my hands perfectly no you didn't know no didn't know i, I think better. what happened is yeah you got used to it <laughs> like i always love the dude who's like bro my trigger's so like it feels so good and then you go to use it and you're like they be getting double digit yo, kills saying that shit. <laughs> like, dude people would people would like a negative kd be saying that shit and it's like what the hell bro what you, bro <laughs> Because I'm gonna be honest, there is a difference between accepting that your gun's trigger sucks and using it, and fixing it and making it feel good. It, it was good for me. For for you, <laughs> yeah. That's that doesn't mean anything. What happens so, when Cedar needs to use your gun and can't fucking ramp 10.5 because your trigger's that bad? He he never gets past the pre-travel. Never gets yeah, past the pre-travel. Never... I was like, oh, dude, oh. it was so long, bro. Hatch literally had like a Glock trigger. Like you were making a full motion. I will say that it was pretty far. And then I remember Paul was like, Paul was like, yo, all right, feel this trigger and let me know what the fuck is up. And I fucking touched it. I did one trigger pull. I said, dude, that shit is sloppier. Get that shit away from me. Shit is sloppy. Right. And uh, what I mean by that is like, I felt like the trigger was moving side to side. You know what I'm saying? Like a little side bit to side, side play side. is not good. Yeah. Not fucking good. That shit's ass. I don't want do it nice and tight. Yeah, exactly. But yours requires me to go like 
this before the paintball actually comes out of the barrel. I don't know, dude. Brand Brando got to see me try a bunch of different triggers. <laughs> well, that's like, <laughs> oh my god. So we 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 had we had multiple guns there, and he's tr he's testing it. Paul is the one working on the triggers. Uh, Hatch is testing. He's like, ah, I don't I don't know. I don't like it. And Paul just wants him to to tell him like. What exactly does he like? <laughs> I like my trigger. He's like, no, like right, well, So you like it to that, have no but... spring, be dead as fuck, and long travel. Get that. But like, yeah. And, and then finally, Paul, Paul fixes it. Makes it really nice. It was really like, we all grabbed it and we're like, fuck, dude, that's, that's a nice trigger. <laughs> no, don't tell me. Hatch gets it. He goes, hmm. Oh, no, mm. no. He's like, no, dude. But I turned it. I turned it on. Remember, and I was like, I turned it on, turned the fucking eyes off, so we could hear the clicking from the solenoid. And I'm like, dude, listen to this shit. This shit's fucking duty ass. <laughs> I just don't think he, he's like used to the timing of of, of that. Of a he, nice crisp think, trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like his face was just like just just disgust. Like, mm, no, no, that's not it. That's dude. not it. So, speaking speaking of trigger jobs. Fucking so the the first ever electronic marker I had was an ETEC four. That bitch would go off if you breathed on it too heavily. I had that thing on like no pre-travel. It was the exact opposite of hatches. It was like I would it it was to the point where you could do the like shake shoot. And I was like, that's how I want my trigger. I don't want it like that anymore. That's too short. Like you need some play, but yeah, I definitely like it on the shorter side. I have an LB with a hella short trigger pull. Mm, nice. Insanely short trigger pull. What LV? The like one, one point two. I have like 1. a one point. I have like a one point one. That's all black. <laughs> one point one, one point two, one point three, one point five, one point six. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I remember we were talking about it. Um, because obviously the Planet Eclipse CS two is you know it's getting to the point where it's getting aged. Still shoots like a fucking god. You know I shoot a CS two. Ten point five. Sleep on me, right? Fucking and, NXT um, Shocker can shoot 10.5 at beautiful lanes. Right, <laughs> like, but the thing is, now, uh, say if your board goes out, the warranty is no longer there, right? Because it's out ooh, of it's Yeah, out that of is warranty. a problem, yeah. Right? So I was like, hmm, do I just get a new gun? Like, maybe I get, like, a CS3 so I just don't have to worry about it, right? But then Brando brought up a good point where it's like, why spend the money on a, on a gun when I can just do, like, an $80 here and there for a board that's mm -hmm. going to come out, right? And uh, that's pretty valid. I was like, you know, I don't know if I want to get a CS3. Why don't I just fucking wait six months when the CS 3.1 comes out? You know, that's a good point too. It's yeah, come out sooner or later, right? It's like, and I, I feel like really, if you have a CS2, same shit. I feel like you really like that could be a forever paintball marker. Like uh, dude, what? CS, what my CS2 more? Is my favorite gun of all time. That's what I'm saying. Like, what more do you want? Like, it's not like I mean. I don't know. Paintball markers have just been so refined since, like, they first, you know, the pumps that your dad was using way back in the day, Brandon. Like, it's yeah. it's come a long-ass way from that. Wild. I mean, like, just think of it. Like, the ergonomics of it from, you know, the efficiency of it to, I don't know, just, like, everything nowadays. We're not trying to shoot 20 balls a second. It's just 10.5. And, hey, it, like, fuck, may even go down in the future. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's going to go up. Um, if it nothing, goes down, I cry. Yeah, it really. Go back to 15 BPS, bro. I I watch old paintball videos. It's just better. I thought 12.5. I thought I think 15 is a little little wild, but 
But I think 12.5. That's, why I, I, that's think, what, I think sorry. that'd be sick. But I think 10.5 is like just like the perfect for paintball. Yeah, just it, for like what we're trying to do. Yeah, I think the 12. Point, like 12.5 is probably a good middle ground. 15 does get like it's it, yeah. It is crazy. That's why I want it because I want crazy footage because that's what it gives. But yeah, you are right. It makes a little mayhem. A, a scenario that I can think of that would instantly fuck a, a call, I can completely mess up a call um, like that is how often do you see where people go for the buzzer and they hit the buzzer and then they get like shot like right after? Sometimes with 15 balls per second, there's so much fucking paint. It's like, uh, was this guy even hit? Was this guy hit before he hit it? Right? Because you know, sometimes with 10.5, you can see. Uh, there's like that little gap in the ball yeah you can kind yep, of yeah right it's like all right you have a way better shot of like indicating a call on if a guy's shot before or after a certain point because if a oh, guy has sure. 50 fucking hits on him you're never how are it's kind of like sorry player you're out get you out, grab the player, get out. Yeah. <laughs> well and i don't know i you also think about it too like back in those days i mean shit you, you talk about the overshooting thing nowadays like hatch getting overshooting penalties for putting two balls into a dude that's what he says we don't fully believe him but that's what he says ask micah that's ask what he micah. says uh but like you look back in the day you you didn't come off the field without taking eight and it wasn't even overshooting like it was literally just because you stood up for a second and that's how many balls my gun shot in that time <laughs> like it was i don't know it is it is crazy to see back at these old videos when you like just you know, a natural, like, I'm eliminating you versus today, everyone would be like, oh my god, that's overshooting, why is he doing that? Oh no. Yeah. That's so violent. Yeah. Some people where they're like, they get like shot, and they're like, dude, I'm fucking out! It's like, get the man, fuck that, just out. Want, that just makes you want to shoot you more. Well that, plus it's like, I didn't know if you were gonna fucking spin on me, because everyone yeah. does, so I'm gonna make sure you don't. It's like, oh, how, do I, how can I relate this? When, so, when I hear someone bitching about overshooting, like, oh my god, I'm out. That's like the same sound as like a dog when it gets a squeaker toy. It's like, you know, it, it's that, you know, you know why dogs like squeaker toys, right? Because it sounds like a dead animal. Exactly. It's like, whenever I hear that, I'm like, dude, this is my victim just squealing. This is my victim. Hatch, you got problems, bro. What can I say, bro? It's that primal instinct. <laughs> I'm glad you're you know my friend, saying? you know? This yeah, is one yeah, of those I mean, moments where I'm like, I'm glad I'm on Hatch's team. It's that it's that primal instinct where I'm like, oof, why don't I just inflict a little bit more? You know, why don't I just make him a little bit more mad? <laughs> yeah, just take it a little bit further. Yeah, it's like, oh man, he's really pissed. <laughs> you know, pull your gun back up. Yep. So that, that shit's fun. It's all it's all love off the field, but you know, yeah, inside the nets is different. <laughs> Shout out from inside the net, fucking. Mm -hmm. That dude used to take really good shit. No clue where he went now. From inside the goblin. Inside the goblin. God damn it, Hatch. You can change anything to a D's nuts joke, I feel like, somehow. Yeah. Probably. Yo, speaking of, I went into 7-Eleven today because I, uh, I was grabbing some drinks. I was also I was grabbing some uh, some gas. And, uh, dude, fucking, they, they have Mr. Beast bars now. And I, unironically, I need to try one. Is it like a protein bar? Do you know? No, the... So you obviously don't watch Mr. Beast because he advertises no, it like a fuck ton in his videos. But um, yeah, it's his like chocolate company. So it's like chocolate oh, bars. One me. of one of them is literally called D's Nuts though. So it's like I want to try that at one point in my life. You lost me at chocolate, bro. Okay, good for you. I'm you win this moral high ground. I don't care. I like chocolate. <laughs> I was I yeah I was confused. I was really looking forward to. 
I thought it was gonna be like a protein bar. Why? Why? Why would he? Why would he make a protein bar? He's gonna make more money off chocolate. You're absolutely right, and I just don't like chocolate, so it's fucking sucks. I know you're you're being salty. Like again, this is I am salty. This is your own moral high ground you're dying on. Fuck. Make something I like, Mr. Beast, please. <laughs> Fuck. He's probably working on it, man. I don't know the amount of companies that do just starting. Um, but that's how you do it. That's how you make the money. You become famous, and then you build brands, and then those brands make you passive income until you die. Piece of cake. Generational wealth. <laughs> and we're starting it right here. <laughs> no, that that, yep. that that's pretty funny. Think about fucking our kids one day are like paid for by this shitty podcast. That would absolutely make me laugh beyond like. That'd be wild. That would be fucking hilarious. Like, it, it would be cool, but I would be laughing the whole time. I'd be like, this is so stupid. What the fuck? <laughs> like, like if yeah. we ever get that Spotify deal, like, if they ever hit us up, like, Joe, I'd be like, what? I'm going to sign it, but you're dumb. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you want to do, do this? It's funny that you said that because, you know, generational wealth. Kids are gross, bro. Kids are disgusting, bro. <laughs> hey, we got a, a member of the Church of Kyle over here. Had a fucking rat on our plane bro that shit was fucking screaming the whole time dude oh my god apparently it loved brando oh it did like us yeah that makes it sense me, yeah, yeah you're gonna yep. waving, waving hi to us hi. and and that makes sense brandon is gonna be a father someday and hatch hates children so like that makes not, sense it, that the kid it, it realized sound, it makes like sound so bad it's not that i hate children it's that they're, they're just kind of gross <laughs> it's okay dude, i've heard we're fucking I've heard eating it. olive garden we're eating fucking olive garden and this <laughs> oh, yeah. kid fucking throwing up all over like right next to us and i'm like yeah that is disgusting bro no, you gotta Fuck. let me finish my sentence here because that's like the the saying from parents is like i like my kids i hate yours <laughs> where yeah. it's like yeah no my my children are great <laughs> yours are animals yeah there's some fucking feral kids out there not even gonna lie well there's some bad parents out there too hatch why do you think we oh, have so many bad problems in this fucking, world there should be a goddamn fucking license to own a kid now bro <laughs> Holy shit. dude look if i need there a should, license be, to own a goddamn firearm and you should need a license to bust in someone. Realistically, what's deadlier? Good point. <laughs> Busting in someone or a yeah. firearm? I, I'm going to say firearm, honestly. Depends on what you're busting in and with. Well, that's true, because then you could create the next school shooter. So you mm. actually could do more violence. No, yeah. I, I'm done with this metaphor. This is not going anywhere. I'm, I'm calling it quits on this one. <laughs> Before we get fucking canceled on some shit. Good enough for me. Good enough for Hatch. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Well, I think with that, uh, yeah, let's let's wrap up the show here. It looks like I got all the stuff down on my list. Uh, I know, Brandon, you had the, the list for the guys. So, I mean, is there anything else you wanted to bring up over there? What you got, bro? Um, yeah, I think the trigger one was the last one that, of note. Um, we, oh, one, all right. We got fucking dissed by a goddamn Uber Uber driver. Oh yeah, um, we did. Straight this up. motherfucker. This is. I fucking hate Philly. Like the, the I, city of same. Philly. Like, this guy was like the the spirit of Philly in the person. Like what so, the fuck? An we, asshole. Yeah. We, <laughs> or, we we order an Uber XL. Uber XL. Like there's four of us, and you know, we we have time to kill before our flight, and so you know we we got to get back to the airport and uh rolls up. Windows down, looks at us and was like, "Um, what do you say? Ah, oh, oh, I only like, have room for three. I'm like, gonna nah, go. bro. I only got room for three. Canceling like, now and this drove away. Yeah, <laughs> like what the fuck? Ordered an Uber XL. Like, 
You, no, that, he had room for point. four. Motherfucker. Yeah, a little bitch. Well, he probably didn't want anyone like in the passenger seat or some nah, shit. Then we had our next Uber driver, and dude, I was chirping up that guy on a storm, dude. He was like, Yeah, you know, uh, grew up in the Dominican Republic. It's my dream. It's my dream to, you know, I'd love to be a salesman. And dude, I am like telling this guy, I'm like, Chase your dreams, bro. I believe in you. Like in the fucking dude, car. If I didn't know Hatch, running into Hatch would be the highlight of my week. You know? Yeah. Like he's that guy that you're like, you know what? I am gonna do this. I'm gonna succeed in life. We're like getting we're like getting out of the car and he's because he was telling about how he wants to be like a car salesman and shit, right? And uh and I'm like, hey so bro, you're like sell me this pen. I'm like, dude, you should look in I'm like, you should look into that. You can achieve anything you put your mind to. I believe in you, bro. You're a beast. And then I closed the Uber door. And that was the last time I saw him. Mysterious says he came. I would love to like hard cut to that man right now as he's like I don't know. He's having um, a like Jenny Freebird type moment on a hotel it, somewhere. He's like, Lord knows I can't change. His name was uh, Marves. So Marves. Oh, what the Marves. fuck? No way. Wait, wait. Do you remember his name? It was yeah. the inmate. It was Marves. <laughs> That's who it was. Yeah. Fuck. He read Brandon's yeah. message, got so upset, and then started driving Uber and tracked you guys down. Thank you. That was fast. He's like, I ain't gay. Yeah, hell no. The fact you sent that <laughs> to an inmate in prison is really fucked, so Brandon. I'm gonna be yeah. honest. No, it's what's so funny is all that shit for sure gets screened. All these fucking oh, of course, yeah. Correctional officers are going through that shit. So the thing is, it's so funny. <laughs> They're gonna read it and be like, "If you're an inmate, you're gay. Send it through. <laughs> Let him read it. Let, Let him fucking read, read it. it. That's what they're gonna say." That's fucked. They're gonna say, fuck this guy. And then let him read it. Alright. Well, on that note, <laughs> I think that's uh that's all we're gonna end the show tonight because well, I don't have anything better to say. So uh if you're if you're an inmate, you're you're gay. That's that's what we're gonna say. Um this has been this has been a podcast, uh episode forty seven, uh, which does mean, guys, we're only five weeks away from episode fifty two. Is that insane to anyone about. else? It's wild. Well, going to give a little teaser out there for the for the people in the podcast. Uh, we are going to do you know a l- little bit of a special so- show for 52, as that's the uh, one-year anniversary of the show. So, yeah, five weeks. We're getting there. Make sure you uh, you know hit the uh, follow button, subscribe on the different platforms. That way you'll be up to date whenever those new shows drop until 52. Um, and then, yeah, uh, rating on those platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you got to drop a five-star, uh, YouTube, just hit the like button. That always helps us out. Uh, make sure you reach out to us with the code word of the week, which was both, uh, don't, both don't, of these. oh, both, both of these, these. both, uh, both of these, you know what we mean? Uh, spell it however the fuck you want. I want funny spellings. That's my, that's my caveat on this week. So I know if you heard this part, then you're even more of a homie. You didn't just listen for the code word and then dip. So appreciate you guys. Uh, but yeah, um, the other things I always mention, uh, Patreon, make sure you go check that out. Patreon.com slash Mafia Productions. Um, we've had a couple new members joining that recently uh, using the free trial uh, option. So they're able to check it out for a week. And yeah, a lot of them have stayed around. They enjoy the content, being able to listen to the show uh, when, I mean, the second it is ready to go live, it goes live on there. Uh, and yeah, you guys are able to tune in every single week for some new content over there. Um, yeah, patreon.com slash mafia productions. Go check it out. Uh, we also do giveaways on there too. So yeah, might win something. 
Uh, it's definitely worth your time and money. Uh, oh, yeah. Last but not least. I've been very scatterbrained tonight, but we got our two sponsors. Last thing I got to mention, uh, Liquid IV. We'll go with them first. LiquidIV.com. Mafia underscore Moffitt is the code word over there. You're going to get 20% off and free shipping. And you make us look good, so we appreciate when you do. Nectar.energy, that is the other code, or the other product, N-E-C-T-R.energy slash Mafia Productions. Uh, yeah, you guys can check it out. You guys remember so when I used to be the only one with the products that sponsored us in our shots, and now you guys all pulled them out? That was that was a really proud moment for me there. Look, look at my boys. I'm shout training out, them. Shout out to Nectar. Love you. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to Nectar. Uh, one more time, promo code over there is Mafia Productions, all one word, and that's a buy two, get one free with free shipping. So take advantage of that. Put three items in your cart and get one for free. All right. That's podcast, guys. I'm I'm calling it. Uh, so yeah, that was episode number 47. This has been From the Sidelines. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, we'll we'll you know you'll see us then that's all i can promise see you there for brandon brando baird Stephen hatch my name is ryan mafia moffitt we will catch you guys on the next one bye <laughs> peace